Well, it's funny because that monster thing that whatever they're talking about, the thing that destroys like the subway car, it reminds me very specifically as the color palette uh, from Joel Schumacher's It's actually, it's Batman. not a monster. It's a guy that has tattoos that turn into a monster. It's literally You're kidding, right? No, it's literally it's literally it. That's why I'm thinking like these Joker tattoos. I'm like, well, maybe maybe they're not permanent. Maybe they're magic. <laughs> Drive. We've been off for a little bit, but we came back to talk about uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, which by now you know has been assassinated by it's Rotten Tomatoes. Torn it, apart. it has been destroyed. Like, re- I, I don't think this tomato meter score is really reflective of the movie. I have kind of a theory, and there's this 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 theory online which is stupid, where they're like, "Oh, Disney's paying people." I'm like, "No, that's that's obviously not true," but. I do have a theory where these these Disney Marvel films, which are really, really widely critically well-received, I think critics kind of give them a softball pass because fanboys, it's a powerful influence. And especially when you're thinking about ad revenue um, and clicks, which most modern-day film critics are, it's like you don't want to piss off the Marvel kids. So they tend to review those movies a little bit more... Friendly. And this one finally came along where everybody kind of hated it to begin with. So this is just like years and years of pent-up aggression where they're like, fuck those other movies too. But this is the only one we get to actually say our real opinions on and fuck it. But that's my piece. Anyway, you were and, saying... <laughs> anyways, welcome to Off Time Jive. My name is Michael Holler. My name's Tyler Pino. If you're listening to this, you probably know that. Um, and I'm Zach. Who are you? Are you Zach Snyder? Yeah. Come That's to how defend yourself. Defend this movie, yeah. Um, Zach Nipplson. Yep, you actually nailed it. Yeah. 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 A lot of people don't know that. That's actually how you're supposed to pronounce that last name. It's true. Yeah. That's the actor. His name is Jack Nipplson. Yeah. Everyone's just been getting it wrong all these years. Idiots. All right. So I don't even know where to start. Where to begin? That's how I feel about this movie. Um. First time I saw it, I've seen it three times now. Really? Uh, yeah. Each time I see it, I like it a lot more. But uh, it, it definitely is a very flawed film. Um, most of the things that you hear are, are fairly accurate. It jumps around a lot. It's, 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 it's a very packed movie. It's a very... A lot of plot threads are just irrelevant, it seems. Like what? Like Amy Adams' involvement in the film in any capacity. The whole Benghazi incident. That yeah. just seems like more icing on the cake. I feel like it's just excessive because you set up this whole thing where, like, you witness 9-11 from Batman's perspective. You're like, oh, so he's, he's really angry about this. And then it, just, it does not really matter. And then it's the whole, oh, no, but he's killing people in South Africa. And, oh, oh, the Senate bombing. Like, he didn't he didn't stop that. And things like that. And it's like, you could have just had him be upset about the whole end of Man of Steel, which a lot of people were upset about. You know, the beginning started off, and I was actually... Uh, as much as I shit on this movie, by the time I finally sat down in theaters, I was kind of excited to see it. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, how can you not be for a movie that's Batman repeatedly punching Superman in the face? Sure. So I sit down, and the beginning sequence I really enjoyed. Like, it's it reminded me of the ending of Man of Steel with the dubstep machine. That kind of pissed me off, but just a little bit. But it was fun. Like, it was enjoyable. It was a nice take on that whole sequence. It showed you a different perspective, and it was really engaging, and it was cool. And you see that just turmoil on Ben Affleck's face and how utterly destroyed Metropolis is and how his face just conveys that this is all Superman's fault. And it's wonderful. It's engaging. It's great. And then they continue to not really build off of that as much as Is it all Superman's fault, though? Yeah. How? Because if Superman didn't come to the planet, we would have never had this conflict. So if you, like, uh, then that's kind of akin to saying, well, if Superman was never born, then none of this would happen. And that's kind of a shitty supposition. Um, I like people look at the end scene at that, and I don't like the final scene in that movie simply because I think it's just visual overkill. Yeah. But as a plot device, I don't have a problem with it at all. Are we, it's, talking, are we it's, talking about Man? We're Steel? talking about it's, yeah, Zod and Superman it's fighting. It's fine if you take the whole thing where like, oh, Zod wants to destroy everything because he's well, because mad. everybody like, is saying like, oh, well, Superman should have gone someplace oh, else. That's, that's I, I hate that no, because what was he gonna as, do? I, no, as soon as anyone says that, I'm like, oh, so you're just hating this movie because you hate the movie. That that's fine. Like, just come out and say like, oh, I just don't like the movie. Right. But you don't have to make up reasons because in the movie they give a clear explanation as to why Superman can't be like. Come fight me on my terms, Zod. And you on my yeah. own. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it makes sense whether just like Zod is just, he's lost everything and is now so just going to So it's not Superman's shit. fault, it's Zod's fault. Zod yeah. is an alien invent- invader coming to destroy the world and Superman stops him. Yeah. I agree, just exactly. To stop him by throwing him into buildings. Well, I nah, agree. Look, go back and like, look at that scene. Superman gets thrown through a lot of buildings. Yeah. He didn't throw Zod yeah. through any buildings. I agree a lot with what you say, which is I just think it's a poorly directed scene. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's my biggest qualm with this movie which, in general. Well, I think it was movie... a... Like, going back to the plot, I think I'm going to like the director's cut a lot. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff missing. I think it is a little... It comes off as jumbled because it just doesn't have any room to breathe. But I think that it is a, it's a good story with a lot of really poor execution. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, well, I... I Going back to what you said about you've seen it like three times and you've liked mm-hmm. it a lot more each time. I've only seen it once, but I'm very excited because I want to go see it again. Mm-hmm. And my biggest problem with the movie is I liked a lot of stuff in it. And I, while watching, I was like, wow, this might be the worst edited movie I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, absolutely. Like maybe it's, it's right time. there with Lockout, actually. But yeah, like I've never really... It's, uh, editing is something where, like, it's kind of like the if music. It's, where if it's good, you don't notice. Yeah, it. like if theoretically, it's you should bad. Notice it. Yeah, yeah, like you... I, there is like I could count the number of movies where I've gone, oh, oh, what is happening? Just because of editing, like <laughs> on one hand, it's very rare. Here is supposed to use an establishing shot there or something. Yeah, and that was weird with this movie where they would just cut to like close up to close up to close up. Well, yeah, but like a close up in a completely different, different location. Yeah, yeah, like I was like, oh, this is a different place. Okay. Um, and that was really weird. So, like I said, with when I was talking with you about it, was I I said I liked the movie. I like I liked it a lot. I thought I like I think it is on par with the like lesser Marvel movies. Um, I don't think you came out and you just said it might be the worst thing you've ever seen, and like you had a whole rant on it, which I completely disagree on. I do not think it is even close to being the worst movie of all time. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it again because I do feel like there wasn't a huge, like, I kept, like, jumping around being like, okay, this is what's happening in this scene, and 
I would kind of forget about this subplot because they wouldn't go back to it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and then they'd cut to a scene that was occurring like 40 minutes ago, and you're like, well, is this still relevant? Well, yeah. it's the whole Amy Adams. Again, like Amy Adams is the one that jumps out at you, and you're like, Amy- why are you in this movie? I, I liked a lot of the movie, and I do feel like... Uh, did you hear Zack Snyder? Obviously, you know about the Jimmy Olsen thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Shot him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Which I... That's just like... It's not even in the movie, dude. Don't even go out and say it. That's just it was, no. It's in the director's off. cut. Is it was, it? Oh. It was it's funny. Be in the director's cut. It was funny because I saw like a camera. And I'm like, oh, are they, is that Jimmy Olsen? And they shot him in the face. I'm like, oh, I, I guess it's not. And then you're like, no, no, it totally was. Well, I I like his reasoning on it because I I don't care about Superman or Jimmy Olsen and stuff. So when he changes things like that, it doesn't bother me on like a fan level. And I get sure. fans might be bothered by it. But like, yeah, he said like, oh, we don't have a place for Jimmy Olsen in these yeah. future movies. <laughs> so we were like, oh, let's do this. Just kind of for shits and giggles. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what it sounds like. Kind of a smart idea in terms of like, rather than forcing Jimmy Olsen in there. Oh, but sure. then I'm like, well, how come like, I liked a lot of the movie, but I hate everything to do with Amy Adams. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I hate everything to do with Lois. And I'm like, she's, Awkwardly she's not a good Lois Lane. She's well, not well, and this is on like a fan level. Be. She doesn't like going back and looking at Margot Kidder in those old movies. Is she's perfect. She's absolutely perfect yeah. for Lois, um, whether or not you like her as a character. But that's just like that's what Lois is. She's like this kind of uh, hard talking, chain smoking. Not anymore, but like she just is this crazy out there woman character. Well, it was interesting because the movie tried so hard to keep her in the movie for some of the most arbitrary of points. Yeah. And it really got to the point where it was almost comical in the last act of the movie. Yeah. The, where the she sphere. fucking threw the sphere in the water for no That's another thing reason. with the editing, though. It's like that comes out of nowhere and it serves no purpose. So that's why I'm like, there's got to be something missing there that we're not seeing. Um, yeah, that whole scene where she throws the crypt. Wait, spoilers, by the way. We didn't mention that. If you haven't... Statistically, you've probably seen the movie at this yeah, point. I mean, if you listen to this, you've probably numbers. also seen the movie. Yeah, but um, yeah. so when she throws that spear into the water, there's no reason. And then... And then she comes back and gets it, yep. but why does she know that they need the spear? Yep. Well, because Batman said it, and she's obviously watching the movie with the audience. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was... Um, the third act is the worst... Part of That's the where movie. it falls apart. Are you, yeah. feel, you feel like that? I feel like the first act is probably no, the, the first worst. act no. is like my favorite. The first act is just fucking boring. No, that's the stuff that I like though. Yeah, oh I, I disagree. Uh, watching it, I, I thought there's there's like three really good movies awkwardly edited together yeah. into one movie, which mm-hmm. is there's like a cool Man of Steel sequel where you could really focus on like that Senate stuff, which I thought was very interesting. I think it would have been great if it was at any point resolved in the film. No, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying like they. Like, I wish that that had just been a Superman, like a Man of Steel 2. Yeah. And they just focused on the storyline and, like, the stuff with Martha in Mm -hmm. that one scene where, you know, she's like, you're not... You don't have to be this, the right. protector of the earth. Like all that stuff. Oh, that, like, oh, that was good. That stuff. fucking sequence was weird too, because it felt like they cut to it, it comes out in the middle of that conversation. Yeah, yeah, I brought that up to someone. I was like, and that's what I'm talking about by like weirdly editing. Because it, yeah, feels, it like, feels like we're just cutting places, it, and it's like the scene's already started. It but they're feels like, oh, like oh shit, shove the scene in there it now. It feels like there was a whole scene where. Superman flies there and she's like oh hey what's Clark? wrong like, like, he breaks down into tears and yeah. he's like I, I don't know what the right thing to do is and, and then, then that conversation would begin yeah and it just didn't and I was like why would you not cut to that right after um Lawrence Fishburne says what does he do click his heel three times and go to Kansas yeah and I was like oh they're <laughs> gonna cut to him and then in Kansas and then nope there's yeah. literally three more scenes it cuts to Amy Adams doing her bullet thing 
Um, God, yeah, and in, in Washington. So yeah, bad. and then like three scenes later, we see Superman in Kansas, and I was like, well, the whole thing where they like set him up for the Lex, like they have the whole Lex Luthor thing, and they hire the guards and they kill all the people. It just feels like you could edit that out of the movie because they end up in like the whole court case because of the guy who was injured in the Metropolis battle. And the whole, like, Benghazi incident that they set up doesn't really factor into that. They talk about, you know, someone having too much power and whether there's no control, and they reference that. But you could also just have referenced the end of Man of Steel and how there was just a ton of collateral damage. Like, it just—it feels unwarranted. I mean, granted, in the script, maybe it worked out a little better because I know it was resequenced. So mm-hmm. this happened in the beginning when it was supposed to happen in the middle. Perhaps it makes more sense that way. Um, but as it, as it works out, it just felt like it was— like, it just felt like the only reason it was in that movie was to have the bullet subplot so that Lois Lane could be in the movie. Um, the Africa sequence, I thought for me, like, I, because I was thinking the same thing at first. I was like, oh, well, you could just go with the destruction thing. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of liked the idea of that everything he does has controversy around it. So it shows, like, right. even 18 months later, the things he's still doing. Well, that needs... And well, the thing, narratively, that needs to be the breaking point. Yeah. That needs to be... Um, the fact that it just takes place in the beginning and it's kind of out of nowhere, it doesn't really make sense. So if we're looking at... if The Senate hearings, they should have been talking about the Senate hearings. Um, with and, regards to Man of Steel? Yeah. Yeah. And they show... Well, they say they have a committee on Superman because why the fuck wouldn't they? Um... And they, that needs to have been, like, the that it had to have been the turning point to get to, like, the point right. where they're like, as okay, it, this is this is out of control now. Like, now as it was, here. yeah, as it was, they had, like, the quote-unquote turning point uh, be the one man whose legs were broken that sued Superman, and that didn't feel like a strong enough point to really hammer it into And him. the biggest problem is all of this court stuff, like, if you go back and look at those scenes— there's like a line or two delivered, and then the scenes are over. Yep. Where it just feels like we oh, were talking yeah. about no, this, we're, you we're and talking I. About initially, like where the movie, it feels like scenes are mm-hmm. like a minute short. Like there was a yeah. minute cap for each scene, and they had to go somewhere else because they had to move the story along. And I think that's exactly which, what happened. Yeah, which is interesting because it's not like this is a very complex story. They mm-hmm. just made it so overtly convoluted yeah. that they needed to address all these points. When hypothetically speaking, it wasn't really necessary. Well, in a perfect world, I think this should have just been Batman versus Superman, none of the setup stuff. For, for Dawn Justice, Justice yeah. The idea that they're moving straight into a Justice League movie is 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 baffling to me. See, I think um, it would be interesting if we did. Okay, so a lot of people pointed to Guardians of the Galaxy to see, like, oh, you can have like a movie. Well, we're not getting into that. A lot of people pointed to that movie to say that, oh, well, listen, this is how you can have all these characters in a movie, introduce them all, and just have a movie. And, to have a really boring, and, stupid movie. And the reason why that works so much better than something like this is because those characters, yes, they're all introduced in that film, but they don't set up plot threads for individual films. It's See, a, but the difference between single... that is it works because it's a comedy. Well, it's a And single... none of those characters are terribly deep or complex in any way. Yes, um, true. And it works. And that's fine. Like, it's because it, that, that's not like this is a super pretentious film where it wants to be like. This really bigger, important. Yeah. Um, that it's just a little screwball comedy, and that's well, that's perfectly fine. But I don't think that th- well, that's a that movie. kind of thing would work for Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman and, and, and Aquaman and all that. It occurs within its own self-contained story. With this movie, a lot of the movie is setting up for 
mm-hmm. other spin-off movies. See, but this is I kind of like that, honestly, because I think it's a new mode of storytelling. And one of the problems that I have with Marvel historically is that I just do not care about anything that's like this Thanos stuff where they, they kind of just kick the can down the line with every movie and it's just a guy sitting in a purple chair. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Thanos. I don't care at all. With this, when it's like they present these mysterious elements, like a lot of people complain about the dream sequences, um, that was a problem for me too the first time I saw it. But after I saw it, the second time I was like, it, it became some of my favorite stuff in the movie. Well, it's where I'm just to... like, this is this is cool. Well, it was interesting because it was hard to determine... Granted, I also know what they're doing as a DC Comics fan, but go on. Right. It was a little jarring because most of the movie is set up like a dream sequence. Like, it starts with the a dream sequence. The movie plays like a dream, and that was one of my biggest complaints the first time I saw it. Second time I saw it, I was like, fucking, I love that. I love that it has this weird dreamlike quality to it. I love that it's like this bizarre art house kind of thing, but go on. Yeah, no, it just, it's, it's set up where there's no established sense of reality, and because of that, even all these things that are supposed to have this weird, um, weight and gravitas to them, all these events that are supposed to carry this connotation of having real consequences, I feel don't have the feelings of real consequences because nothing in the movie really feels like it's real. Everything feels like a dream, and everything when it feels like a dream kind of feels inconsequential. I mean, the whole thing, like, you see Batman upset about the collateral damage in the beginning of the movie, Mm -hmm. and then at the end of the movie... There's just as much collateral damage, but it's okay because they look at the screen and they wink and they go like, but it's uninhabited. Oh, I'm glad that you watch Red Letter Media too. Go fuck yourself. Fuck no. you. <laughs> um, no, here, let me say this about that. No, they, they uh, mentioned that twice though, and that was kind of funny. No, yeah. yeah. Th- no, it's true. Like, um, this is a Zack Snyder thing that I have a big problem with. Like I said to begin with, my problem with that scene in Man of Steel is not the story elements, it's the visual overkill. It just looks like a big. It gets gross, ugly series of explosions. It's and so it, desensitizing I, that it just gets kind mm-hmm. of dull. There are two things. Well, one thing that could have saved, I think, both endings of the movie. And not completely saved, because there are other problems with the ending of this movie, especially. Um, sure. But, like, with Man of Steel. If we had seen Zod would, like... Imagine it's sort of like a video game where, like, you're going around and you're Superman and you have to fight Zod. And you have to collect rings. <laughs> yes. And then Zod... <laughs> you have to fly through the rings. <laughs> Imagine that was oh, wait, just be a fucking was... subtle nod in this movie. <laughs> like he just flies <laughs> through <laughs> rings. Be the Superman, you only have thirty-two seconds to save the day. <laughs> if if you were fight, so if you're in the video game and you're fighting Zod, and then Zod like uh, he goes over here and smashes them, and then you have thirty seconds to go, and you have to save those people first, and then you go back to fighting Zod. If you they had done something like that in the movie where like Zod's like, all right, now I'm going to trash this place, and Superman keeps breaking away from the fight to go save people. Yeah. So they did in Age of Ultron, basically. But that was a direct response to Man of Steel. <laughs> that was. But it's also like, if you had never seen well, Man of Steel, it would have... They did it in the first Avengers movie as well. They like, make was, it a lot more blatant in they Age of Yeah, they do make it blatant in Age of Ultron, but there was an obvious sense of damage control in the first Avengers. Yes. Um, and that sense is just not present in Man of Steel, which is interesting because... It's a Superman movie, and you imagine Superman as the character who saves people. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. If they had shown Superman, like, breaking away from the fight to save people, and then Zod pulls him back into the fight, like, that sort of yeah. thing would have mm-hmm. been interesting because well, you would, would have fit the character of Superman. And if and my biggest one of my biggest problems with the fight with Doomsday is I was sitting there, I was like, hmm, 
Batman's not up to much, is he right now? Like he's <laughs> yeah, just kind he's of standing there. Being like, I think the, the two well, times they cut of, to him is kind him of running the, away. It's kind of the problem with Batman as a member of the Justice League. Like when you're talking about all of these grand godlike figures fighting each other, and then Batman, what is he going to do? Throw a batarang? That's why, like narratively speaking, what they do in the better Justice League comics is he's kind of like the leader of the team mapping out the plans. He's not there fighting with us because that's ridiculous. It would have been really funny if it had one shot where he ran up to Doomsday and like punched him and was there's, like, ah! There's an awesome um, animated feature. Uh, I don't remember which one it is, but it's like, it's it's basically the Justice League coming together for the first time. Oh, and that's the one where Green Lantern's just like, wait, so you don't have any powers? Yeah. Is that the one you're thinking No, of? that's the more, I think that's a new one because it's based on the new 52. Um, but they're like in Themyscira and... Um, Darkseid is there and he's got all of his agents of Darkseid and Wonder Woman and Superman are just wailing the shit out of him and Batman throws a little batarang and it just bounces off and he's just like oh <laughs> it, was, it was great I would have loved if that was in this movie well I mean like it, it wouldn't make sense like in, in that context because Batman straight up fucking he fucks people up in this thing I and I let me tell you why I like that because I don't think it's Anywhere, I think that Zack Snyder handled it poorly, as he handles most things poorly, and they desperately need to get rid of him. I don't want them to change anything about the direction that they're going in. Um, unfortunately, that's probably what's going to happen. But Every get rid of Zack Snyder, keep Larry Fong, because I think he's a wonderful DP, but um, get Zack Snyder as like an EP on the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you can't get him out of the contract get someone who understands story to kind of rein him in. Like Ben Affleck. Yeah. But no, I don't think it's at all out of character to have... The way that he explained it, he's like, well, Batman kills people, but indirectly. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, this is a Batman who, after the death of Jason Todd, has completely lost it. Everybody he loves dies. And so he's still kind of playing by the moral code, but now he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. If this if this person happens to die, mm-hmm. that's fine. Because in the comics, he has people like Superman and people like the other members of the Justice League to rein him in after yeah. Jason dies. And keeps. And then he has um, Tim come and be the new Robin. And there's the whole plot line. There's, there's always got to be a Robin to the Batman. Yeah. Uh, but this is a Batman that doesn't have it. And this is a Batman who is clearly really lost it and every time he talks to Alfred about it like that first scene where he's like so the rules have changed now he's like no we've always been criminals nothing's changed I was like I think that there's probably more dialogue in that scene what I was missing in the movie because I don't have a large problem with Batman killing people I think yeah he does it in every movie well yeah well yeah exactly like on all the in all the Burton films especially but I mean well he's sadistic in the Burton films oh yeah I know he smiles (laughs) as he does it no it was was the big guy where he had the bomb and he put the bomb on him and then he smiles like you're fucked yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. wonderful meme online because Batman smiling in that bat suit is the it's best scary. thing in the world. <laughs> well, my fa- my thing is people always ask me like we were having this big conversation about like oh who's your favorite Batman and I was always like I like Chris Mayo's fine but he kind of plays as like a cop who puts on a bat suit. Yeah. My favorite thing about Michael Keaton is that he's got these crazy eyes and you're watching him and you're like oh, you're a psychopath. Well, no, 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 you watch him and you're like. Uh, oh yeah, I believe that you go out at night and put on a bat suit and beat up poor people. Yeah, sure, I believe that. I believe you do that. Like that seems yeah. like a crazy thing you would do. Yeah, I mean, sure. even like Christian Bale was talking about how he wasn't. There wasn't much of an involvement with him, especially in movies like The Dark Knight. Uh, great movie, but there's not a lot to get from Batman because that's more about. Christian Bale recently said that he was disappointed, disappointed in his performance. Uh, yeah, performance which, yeah. yeah, which is what I'm saying. I think it's um, fine as Bruce Wayne, but that wasn't really Bruce Wayne to me either. Yeah. There's a wonderful scene in this where they don't even. Like you don't even see it. They just like uh, Bruce just wakes up in his bed and there's some random chick there. 
Yeah, it's like, like, <laughs> like that's great. It, well, it's, um, and it's one of those things where I'm like that. That's I feel like there was more scene there. That yeah, was probably, but I, yeah. I, I think it was wonderful. Just yeah, show her she's completely inconsequential. See, yeah, I didn't need to see more to that. I, I liked that it was just that there. Like she was yeah. just there. Like oh yeah, you're curmudgeon old man. Um, yeah, no Batman killing people. I'm fine with that. It just it feels like it was handled poorly in the context of this movie, especially when Batman's trying to take such a moral high ground about Superman having so much collateral damage for him to be like. You're dangerous. You kill people. Well, here's well if you could have broken it down to be yeah. innocent versus guilty. Yeah, so I would have liked to have seen where that line was drawn. And you were talking about that scene earlier where we were talking about Alfred, and you do get the sense that there is this broken man behind the cowl that I would have liked to have understood more. Like, if there was a point where they had just addressed, like, you're, like, you're insane now. Like, you're, you're killing people left and right. And he's just like, listen... We and it's like the Punisher in Daredevil, where it's like you don't take half measures, you know that uh-huh. kind of thing. And it would make sense, but it, I just feel like it's not addressed in this movie to the extent where it feels like he's validating his actions. Sure. It just kind of feels like he's brutally murdering murdering people. I think I'm I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't like the way that Snyder shot it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. Um. Uh, well, here's the thing, and you kind of touched on it. A lot of people are complaining about motivations in this movie. They're saying, like why Luthor. does Lex Luthor hate Superman? Why does Batman hate Superman? I think it's spelled out I, fair and kind of brilliantly. But go on. What are you going to say? No, this is, I, there are a couple of complaints that come up in multiple reviews. And it's uh-huh. always the same thing because I yeah. feel like a lot. My thing, you were talking about your theory on critics in the beginning. My thing is I think they're bandwagoning at this point. Yeah. Because um, all the complaints are the exact same. And some of them I'm like. It's similar to the Zod thing where people were like, why doesn't Superman just fly away? And that everyone started saying that. Yeah, like, they yeah. say it in the movie. See, my largest... Com- yeah, and see, that was that was fine. Like, Michael Shannon... One of the things I was just remarkably disappointed with Man of Steel is that Michael Shannon, I feel like, is an excellent choice to play General Zod, and he didn't really do much in the movie. Sure, sure, but this isn't about Man of Steel. So, what I wanted <laughs> to say here... What I wanted to say here specifically is I think Luther's motivation... Mm-hmm. I loved it. Like I like it's. The, I love the idea of this god complex. Yes. I think, okay, everyone loves Gene Hackman and all this stuff, and my thing with those old movies is that I I just never liked how it was. It was all about like real estate. Real estate, yeah. Just it's always, it's always been. That's what Lex Luthor is now in the popular zeitgeist, yeah. and it's so bizarre. But no, Lex this, Luthor is exactly what he is in this movie. I think movie. this character is fascinatingly written. Mm-hmm. I think Jesse Eisenberg was a poor choice. To play. I, th- I think he commits a hundred and ten percent to the choice he made. Like, like he's very good at what he's doing. I just don't think this is what Luther should be like. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think because people keep saying he's bad in the movie, and I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he he's acts like how the, Luther should. Right. Well, he's right. good he's for good the good iteration like. that they wanted to go with. I feel, but I feel yes. like that was another Snyder choice. And I, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think this comes back to Snyder just doesn't understand character yeah. and well, story I mean, and Lex directing Luther's, very well. well. It's, it's interesting you, that you bring up the God Complex thing, because Lex Luthor's whole thing is that Superman is a character that is just the supreme being, and he didn't really work for it. So Luther's this person yes. that really works to try and be well, the let epitome me tell of you, like... Because people have problems with, with Batman as well, but after seeing it three times, I think it's crystal clear what they were doing in this movie. Um, to me, anyway, and it's all on a subtextual level. They don't come out and say it, although they kind of do. Um, you see these talking head interviews that keep popping up throughout the movie as a mm-hmm. motif, and they're talking about, well, God versus man and all of that. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson has a wonderful monologue where he's talking about... Oh, it's great. Um, uh, 
Well, this, this movie is really well written. It just feels like it was really directed poorly. It's exactly the problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, there are moments of dialogue where I was listening to them like, and that's fucking great. No, well, the overall was, the dialogue in this movie is infinite times better than oh, Man of Steel. Like, it's absolutely. so well written, I think. Well, Man of Steel, the problem with the dialogue just was that it was hollow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even just, like, the sounds like the way people talk. Like, the only line that, that I got weird flashbacks with the, uh, with balls like those, you belong in here. And I was like, all I could think of when she was like, but what if I have to tinkle? And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, right. I was like, that's a Goyer yeah, line right yeah, there. Yeah. Like, it was a cringy. Yeah, but I mean, moment. like, there was, there was a lot of lines. Like, one of my favorite lines in the movie, um, oddly enough, came from Lex Luthor, where he was talking about, like, if God is all-powerful, then he can't be all-good. That's my and favorite line. And if God line. is all-good, he can't be all-powerful. And I listened to him, like, that's fucking great. And imagine that dialogue coming out of Cranston's mouth. Exactly. Like, it, it, I think it's re- he's a really well-written character, I, except for the, the, the... Well, except for the Doomsday stuff at the end gets a little weird, but... Well... A lot of that is missing. Yeah, um, uh, that's what I feel. They even showed a deleted scene that came out today. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, which I want to talk about how Warner Brothers is just like, fuck it, here's the deleted scenes. Yeah. Um, by the way, the Ultimate Edition comes out on this date. Right. <laughs> please, please, we're going to do more movies, just yeah. please. Like, yeah. Um, um, it's interesting, I... I'm very excited to see this director's cut because I want to know. I want to see this movie fixed because at the end, no, no, because at the end of the day, <laughs> I want there to be a good movie out of this because there are a lot of points where I'm like, that's really good, that's really sure. interesting. It was handled really poorly, but mm. there's something there, and I really hope that with a director's cut, you can fix that. I have no desire to see this in theaters again. Do you Absolutely remember not. when I brought up the director's cut and you lost it at me? Um, I about, do. Yeah. <laughs> well, Michael got so I, I do. fucking angry. Like, my friends Well, Michael feels about you. DC the same way I feel about Marvel, where he just vehemently hates it. Not even the comics, but the maybe the movie. I don't know. Well, I he oh, likes the Marvel stuff. I'll show you, I'll show you these texts <laughs> sure. later, because my friends were sitting around, and they have never met Michael, and they were like, what he's, the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> like, he's so... He was so angry. I think my favorite thing, though, is I was like... Well, you love Watchmen, right? And but you specifically love the director's cut. I'm like, yeah. what if the director's cut of this is amazing? And he said to me, "Oh, yeah. Well, the Green Lantern cut director's cut is shit. Also, it doesn't help if it's a shit movie from the beginning. Watchmen wasn't a shit movie." He's like, and then he starts being like, "See how it ta- goes when we're talking about hypothetical Zach." Like, <laughs> I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Like, all I like, said was, "I was like, like, I enjoyed the movie." You and sound you like Lex Luthor. Um, but yeah, I agree with you that the performance of Lex Luthor is sort of what kills it. Yeah. It's, it's a good performance, it's just not what Luther should well, I think I he wish... looks at the very final scene. I think Eisenberg looked at the final scene and what he became and then played it that way the entire movie. Yeah. Um, it's, well, it's interesting. You're mentioning him about being an agent of Darkseid mm-hmm. and that's just not communicated in the movie. At the beginning, it just seems like he doesn't like Superman because he doesn't no, like No, he's not in the beginning. Um yeah, I got like, after yeah. after the Kryptonian stuff, right? You can tell by the end he's yeah, yeah, no, no. Did but, you like, see the deleted like, scene it, where he's talking to Steppenwolf on like the the like Spencer Gifts pin thing phone? Yeah, no, I, I, saw, that, I, I saw that, that it was released. Um, yeah. I, I saw that it was released. I didn't watch it, but no, I mean like in the beginning when he's talking about having like a deterrent to it, sure. and the senator's just like, "Oh, you're not talking about a deterrent. You're talking about a weapon," and it just felt like. Seems, well, a, her motivations change on a dime right yeah. in that scene, and it's clear that there's a lot of stuff missing. Yeah. But my problem with... well, well Snyder like, had an interview where he was talking about um, casting Jesse Eisenberg, and he said the most Zack Snyder-y thing possible 
um, where I'm just like, well, yeah, he's not a good director. He doesn't understand character. He doesn't understand any of this crap. Where he's just like, well, we were talking about him with Jimmy Olsen. Then I saw his, like, ticks and everything. And I looked to my wife and I was like, well, why not him for uh, Lex Luthor? And I think that was... That was the most thought that he put into it. He was just like, oh, he's weird and quirky. He said he was looking at older actors. I don't know if yeah. he said... He, he said Brian Cranston. Did he name. say Brian Cranston? Yeah, oh, Brian my Cranston. God. And yeah. I was so infuriated with that. Yeah. I was like, you fucking idiot. Because like, even if the movie wasn't that good, um, like even if the movie was the exact same as it was now, we could mm-hmm. chalk it up as like all the performances would right. be great. If it was Cranston, like, we yeah, could, like everyone was for, great yeah. in the movie. Yeah, even Amy Adams. I think, well, I think Amy, 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 Amy Adams is... It, she's she's fine. It's she's, just, she's another yeah, person that's yeah. miscast. She's just but, forced into the movie. I don't yeah. even think she's miscast. I think she could play a great Lois Lane. Sure. It's just I think she's forced into the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it, well, they have that whole thing where like the Flash comes in from Flashpoint and is just like Lois is the key, and you're just like, is she? Is she really? Is she really the key? Yeah, I thought that was going to tie into the end of the movie, and, and that's, it did the, it, yeah. that's the only weird part because I really liked that scene because I'm like, oh, because like, Justice League they can like. I show like him going the back. idea of yeah, that. Yeah. Scene. But then they never. I thought, like, I'm like, you have to tie that into the movie, because if you remove it from the movie as it is, it doesn't Sure, he should have said Martha. Yeah, absolutely. It tickles your dongle on a bit, like, oh, this is going to play in later, but not till 2019, and you're just like, oh, fuck. Well, that's every Marvel movie. Yeah. That's literally every Marvel movie. Well, not to the point where it's that explicit. I disagree with that. You think so? I mean, no, I'll I'll side a little bit with Michael here because I don't think that there's ever really been a Marvel movie where it's been that overtly like, like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, really? Because what I well, not in the what the fuck thing, but Mm -hmm. where it's like a clear advertisement. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. What I was thinking about with this movie is I compared it to Iron Man 2. Um, where blatantly I'm like, there's on. a really interesting story here, but then you just keep cutting back to but Justice League eventually. Yeah, yeah um, I think Iron Man 2 is probably the movie where the problem is the most prevalent, but for a majority, I would say, Marvel movies, they don't detract from the overall story in order to address those things. Like, Iron Man 2, it was very obvious. Age of Ultron, it was very obvious. But for most movies, there's not really that point where you're like, I, I do not understand what's going on. This is purely advertisement. See, but no, here's the thing. It's like, this is going back to my point about it having this dreamlike atmosphere um, and liking that, is the whole Flashpoint thing. And people online have also been criticizing the scene because they're like, oh, it was just a dream sequence. And then he woke up and it was another dream sequence. Then he woke up again. And I'm like... Well, no, it's not actually a dream. If you read Flashpoint, what the thing... And this is something that I kind of like, but I also understand critics' point about it, is this was written for comic book fans. This is written for people with, like, a deep understanding of the mythology. Um, Marvel movies, it's kind of like an adaptation of the mythology, where it's just like, this is kind of like what Iron Man is, but not really. And it just works for the purposes of the movie. This... This wasn't a dream that he was waking up from. What is happening is there are multiple realities within the DC universe. They have infinite Earths. And you hear about these titles like Final Crisis and Battle on Infinite Earths and all of that. Well, the thing with The Flash, the Flashpoint series, which created the New 52, um, he has the ability to go back in time because he could run so fast, right? Everybody and that's where that. he's wearing like the, the shielded kind of suit. Yeah, and he does that, I guess, in The Flash show. I don't watch that, but... Yeah. So once he's breaking the space-time barrier he's also breaking reality sort of and this is where you get weird ass things where like jason todd comes back from another reality and that's how um under the red hood is played in the actual comic 
they simplified it in the for cartoon. The, yeah, for the animated just had, feature. Yeah, it just had Rachel Also Gould for uh, them and... Arkham Knight, they, they changed it. I actually think that's well. canon now in the new 52, but it, in the original Under the Red Hood, oh, he's, he's coming from a they're different they're rebooting reality. DC again? Yeah, well, sort wait, of. Yeah, they're rebooting because now no, it's DCU. No. Comics, comics. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, no. Now it's DCU. Mm-hmm. Are they rebooting DCU? Yeah, they're doing. No, I don't. A I don't semi- it's a soft reboot type of thing. I just read an article that said they were rebooting it again. Because DCU like just started. Well, everybody hated it. That's probably why they're doing this new that's thing. A fair point. But um, I, I I love the Constantine stuff that's coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about comics. I can't contribute to this conversation. <laughs> sure at all. Anyway, what's happening is two different timelines are connecting. Um, Bruce, in the, in, in the Flashpoint comics, Barry has like these seizures where he starts seeing other things. That's exactly what happened with Bruce in this, where he's not actually seeing the Flash, and this isn't the Flash coming and warning him about the future. This is something that already happened, and he's warning him about it from another parallel universe. And people are like, what the fuck? Because it's a very what the fuck thing. But personally, I fucking love that. I'm like, yeah, dude, get crazy. Get weird with it. That, well, that's what I got excited about. I was like, oh man, are they going to get real weird sci-fi yeah. for Justice League? Well, but what I'm thinking now is this opens them up to do whatever the fuck they want with any movie ever. If you're doing the multiverse theory, um, you could have the Batfleck movie being just straight Batman. You could have it being fucking Adam West if you wanted to and just be like, yeah, it was a different reality. And then they're all going to merge into one thing. Yeah. Joker doesn't have those stupid tattoos in the room. Though, you know? I, God, I hope like, so. Here, well, I mean, it's interesting because they addressed the whole thing that it was Lex Luthor. Like, it was it was Lex Luthor This Jr. is another director choice for... No, it's always Lex Luthor Jr. Um, is it always Lex Luthor Jr.? Yeah. But in the In what? In the comics. He's always, like, the second or third or something. Okay, because I was thinking, like, it could possibly be a point where they're like, oh, but his father wasn't really dead, and then bring uh-huh. in Brian Cranston. Well, there was... That's a, just me holding out no, there was a, No, there was a lot of, um... Yeah, people were curious. They're like, oh, so since, like... Because everyone's shitting on Jesse Eisenberg for this. They're like, are they just going to be like, oh, but here's Lex Luthor Sr., and he's yeah. also evil. <laughs> like, and I was like, well, he's, yeah, sure. He's <laughs> I'd, I'd be fine with that. He's definitely dead, because they refer to him in the past tense all throughout the movie. Yeah, and but they could be like, like yeah. I guess what? I had to leave because I couldn't stand you, you <laughs> little shit. There's another amazing theory online about him, um, which actually sounds super fucking plausible, right down to the fact that this character in the comics, in the Death of Superman comics, is uh, there's a plot point where um, Lex Luthor clones himself to put his consciousness in the clone so he could be immortal. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I it's got that, long, yeah. it's got like long reddish hair, just yep. like Jesse Eisenberg. I'm like, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I read that. That was interesting. Um, yeah. So Jesse Eisenberg actually grow up. Sp- speaking Brian of Cranston, our good friend Max stupid. Landis, which we weren't, <laughs> he has an amazing. The first time that I was ever introduced to him was from this video where he explains the plot the of the death and yeah, yeah, that's where I learned of him. And it's actually pretty funny, but um, all the internet stuff is pretty fantastic because yeah. wrestling isn't wrestling is also good. It's just when he goes that. into film is yeah. <laughs> But, uh, no, it's pretty great. If you're confused about the death of Superman and want to know what happened in the comics and why I'm personally not pissed off with Doomsday at this at all, is because that was a horrible fucking storyline. It was awful. Um, go and watch Max's video. It's great. Uh, he explains it all very succinctly and just highlights how ridiculous it really is. Okay, so with Doomsday, here's my complaint. I wish that that was... I didn't like the Doomsday stuff, I'll say that. Yeah, um, I wish that it was some way motivated in this film, because it seems like Jesse Eisenberg creates them because reasons. Right, I keep com- I, I keep trying to get back to the 
motivations in the movie. The overall theme of this film is mankind's hubris. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson has that monologue talking we're about talking every about time yeah. we're presented with a massive paradigm shift, we resist it. So, Lex Luthor's motivation in this is to kill Superman just because it's this new thing that he hates. And it's Batman's motivation, too. They both have these kind of flimsy excuses where they're like, oh, he could be dangerous, but that's not a Batman thing. The point is, um, Batman does not like that there's something more powerful than him. He doesn't like that there's something greater than him, and it's the same with Lex Luthor. And well, I was both... going to say, that sounds more like a Lex Luthor motivation than it should be a Batman motivation. I like. Well, they're both mirrors of each other in this film. Um, both of them, they're saying they're acting as a deterrent and whatever, and it's like it's it's one of those like hacky kind of film school visual metaphors with that painting where it's the mm-hmm. angel and the devil and yeah. it's, that's Batman and Lex Luthor. That's basically what the film is communicating. Um, but, but it's also dark side because they're very yeah, they're so, like dark side and then the suits and on the thing. Right. Yeah, when he had the snot dribbling out of his nose and I was just like, uh See a lot I, See, I like that. Yeah, I, someone I like said that and like, I was like I like that. Batshit crazy at the end. Yeah. He wasn't like Well he was batshit crazy, but it just felt like I don't know. Like it was one of those things where I'm like, we're what? We're we're talking about dark side now? Like this is this came out of nowhere. Nah, there's there's there are clues. Are um, there clues? Yeah, like in that cyborg shot, it's a mother box that. Uh, <laughs> See, yeah, this is this yeah. is. Don't know what that is. Far. I I've read about this since, uh-huh. so I'm like, oh okay. But like watching the movie, I had no idea that it had anything to do with dark side. The only stuff that I knew had to do with dark side was the when they kind of, when he went into the the. Krypton ship I was like mm-hmm. and he starts like kind of communicating with it right I, I kind of got the vibe they were going to introduce Darkseid there and mm-hmm. then also very obviously was the the nightmare sequence yeah, uh, with, yeah, the yeah with the Omega with the parademons yeah, yeah. That yeah. stuff. That stuff was very obvious, but that see that was really interesting. Reviews, that was a movie that a lot of the I reviews see. that are complaining about Batman killing people are specifically referencing that, and I'm like, did you not understand that that doesn't really <laughs> happen? Um, <laughs> like, well, I mean, yes. it's interesting because that was a movie that I'd like to see, oh, and it was uh, like, Mad Batman, Batmax, <laughs> Batmax, <laughs> yeah, Fury Road. Um, yeah, no, it feels like an interesting kind of. Now there is this resistance against Superman, and Superman's held up as this deity, and Superman... Like, it, it seems like the Injustice plot, where Superman's now just taking I, absolute control. I thought control. that's where they... I, I mean, I don't know. You guys might think something differently here, but I th- kind of thought that's where they were going when he was, like, talking about Lois Lane's yeah. key and stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, so... I think like, that's definitely a direct allusion to that. Yeah, so is that... Do, um, do you guys think that's what they're doing? Or are they going to go the Injustice route and have mm-hmm. Superman... Like, I don't do you think, think so. Super- well, what, what are they going to do in that circumstance? Have Batman fight Superman again? Well, here's... Uh, well, they'll have the Justice League fight Superman, but here's the thing um these movies clearly don't really like superman um, yeah, that's true Zack Snyder hates superman to, yeah, to, to, to be fair like when they killed superman i was like oh fuck yeah this guy's boring as shit you know, yeah. so doesn't it seem obvious that they'd be like all right and now superman is the bad guy well it, it's interesting it be. because I think the whole it, thing that made injustice a neat story was that superman is always held up as this idea like the motherfucker has hope plastered onto his chest oh i'm not and, saying yeah no i'm not saying it would be well executed necessarily this is my thing with I'm just saying do you think they'll do that because my Um, thing is if you had asked me before like before we knew Doomsday was in this movie would you say oh would they kill Superman off at the end I'd be like what no that's retarded of course they wouldn't do that (laughs) well I mean this movie it kind of proved like Superman really wasn't in it a whole lot and it kind of proved to me that you can have a movie or you can't have a Justice League movie that's just held up by Batman because he seems like that was the focal point of the film um 
Yeah, well, yeah. no, here's the reason that they killed Superman. A, it's going to be a Christ allegory. B, I think he's going to come well, back. Well, yeah, because the movie came out on, uh, <laughs> on Easter, yeah. fucking yeah. Easter, yeah. yeah. That's funny. But, um, no, it's 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 definitely going to be, like, they, they stab him with a spear made of kryptonite. I'm like, well, I mean, it's, we it's were... pretty on the nose. But, no, he's going to come back, and I think he'll probably be more like the Superman that we know from the comics where he's just all hope and stuff. Um, well, we were talking earlier. But um, the reason that they killed him is because they just need a reason for Batman to put together the Justice League. No, I think well, they wanted to... Well, no, I think they wanted to kill him because it's an iconic moment from the... I, I, they don't fucking understand what they're doing. But um, <laughs> my, I wish they hadn't done that because I liked a lot of the movie. And then they did that, and I was like, oh. Because they give Superman a funeral, and I'm like, but they didn't like Superman. And then, like... <laughs> Some of them did. I mean, the, the government was, didn't. The government didn't. Yeah. A majority of the population didn't. Well, he Lois saved, Lane did. <laughs> yes, he yes. saved the world twice. Yeah, no, no, no. He was divisive. Yes, <laughs> although I guess I didn't really understand because the <laughs> Is government he as divisive as this movie was. <laughs> the government was like. I don't even think this movie's divisive. I think Man of Steel was divisive. People just kind of hate this one. No, see, there's no, a lot I'm of reading... people I met that are like, this movie is the greatest movie I've ever seen, and there are a lot of people that are like, just fuck sure. this movie. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm reading a lot of things that are saying this. They that even though they don't really like this movie, even the Red Letter Media guys said it, they didn't like this movie, but they liked it more than Man of Steel. So, um, I would say... I, God, I didn't think I would miss the cohesion of Man of Steel. Eh. Eh. Yeah. This movie had less cohesion, but way more entertainment in it, I thought. Oh, yeah. Man of Steel is like a more cohesive story. Yeah, I think this is a much better movie, honestly. Yeah, no, Man Man of Steel was fucking boring. The, The thing about this movie is it's very oppressive, and I feel like it's it's fun to watch. Like, it's neat to watch Batman do Batman things in all one scene where he beats the shit out of people. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how this movie... I was like, well, f- out of all the things it gave me, I am so fucking pumped for yeah, Batman. 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 Fuck yeah! And that's why every time I see Ben Affleck and he's talking about this, and I'm he like, just looks kind of sad. sad. I'm like, no, nah, you're the best part, I'm Ben. Like, I'm like, yeah, don't, don't take... Because, like, did you hear the thing where he was talking about, like... They were like, oh, so you're going to direct the movie, right? And he was like, not unless the script is perfect. I'm not signing on for anything until then. And I was like, yeah. oh, he read the reviews. He's a little upset. And I'm like, don't leave, Ben. Don't leave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was, yeah, he was the best thing about the movie. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, I'm super pumped for, like, a solo Batfleck film. I'm actually, I hope, I'm I hope that excited. they actually push it forward like they keep saying. Yeah. I'm Mike. more excited for Suicide Squad at this point because I know he's in it. And that's it's what I'm going to yeah, I don't want to sound like, I don't want to sound like a little fanboy here or anything but like because I've only seen the movie once but I'm pretty confident in saying that like Ben Affleck is my favorite portrayal of Batman oh like, yeah absolutely no, I agree the killing, agree the killing thing is a little like I wish that's a Snydery thing like yeah, I I know I and it's just all of Ben Affleck's choices that he made are yeah. fantastic also, all his acting was great too also, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying like all of his choices in the movie that he made like in, in his performance are yeah. great some of the oh, writing's absolutely. a little off but he is great yeah also let's just talk about Alfred um, I keep seeing this thing. This is another one of those things where I think critics are bandwagoning, yeah. where they keep calling this movie humorless. And I'm, I'm not getting yeah. that because I, I chuckled. Yeah, yeah Jeremy Irons. Irons. Yeah, all the humor Jeremy came from Irons Jeremy is really Irons. Good. I, I'm, I laughed at the, at the. Yeah, I got the, the you know, the cape. Like yeah. I, I laughed at that line. I laughed at the line that right up until it gets because I, I genuinely laughed when he was like, I'm a friend of your son's yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she's like yeah I figured and I laughed at that part and then she's like the cape and I was like oh they should have just cut I, it off there but I, whatever I, I, well, I, I was, thought it was a funny joke it yeah. was one of those things where I was kind of thinking at that point like that friendship came so quickly I was like oh 
You no, this said, is like, another moment that I loved that was completely squandered by Snyder because he doesn't know how to direct an emotional scene. Well, we were this talking is earlier. The, like, the, and it goes back to him. It, it goes back to what I was saying about the major theme being um, mankind's resistance. It was the first time that he views Superman as a human being. Well, it was it was a great moment if you think about it in the context where he doesn't like he views him as an alien, mm-hmm. and he finally stops when he realized that this is someone's son. Yeah. Okay, and that's a great moment, but it, was, it, it it didn't feel deserving the way that it was handled in the film. Yeah, exactly. It was it was a poor, poorly shot and sequenced scene. Yeah. A lot of people are ripping the Martha <coughs> scene apart, and I, yeah, no, thought it was powerful. I was mm-hmm. like, interesting, interesting way to put this, because I never really made yeah. the connection in my head. Like, I knew they were both Martha, but I was, was never like, like a uh, weird piece of trivia that they yeah. decided to give some weight to. Yeah. Um, um, I think it could have been handled a lot better. Yeah, I think I, it could have been a much stronger thing than him going, why are you saying that name? That came off as, like, comical. Yeah. And that's I, the problem. That was it's actually, like, in the theater, when I saw that, I kind of had to stifle a laugh because mm-hmm. it was something that I'm like, oh, like they mentioned it. I was like, really? This is what they're doing? But there are a couple... But, yeah, it's it's a it's a good idea that was just handled very poorly. But there are a couple of moments like that throughout the movie where it's just like, I don't understand what Snyder was thinking or what he was going for. The other one would be like the do you bleed, well you will line where that just comes out so awkward. Like yeah. You have this entire chase scene that ends on a crescendo of Batman ripping the... Uh, hood off the Batmobile and then they just stand there stoically and he's like next time they shine your light in the sky don't go to it I'm like that should be intense but it wasn't I wish they cut that scene out not because of the way it was directed but because of the act this was one of the few parts where I was like oh I don't like the content here I don't Mm -hmm. understand why Superman showed up and was like to stop that chase not even that but why he was like I'm a pissy dick to you Batman yeah um when, like, I get it because, like, Clark Kent was reading the article and stuff like that, and he was like, mm-hmm. oh, the Bat Vigilante. Well, but then later on, to... why couldn't the fight between Batman versus Superman have been, like, ideological and not Lex yeah. Luthor being like, I kidnapped yeah, your mother. Yeah, that's what that's I was what just going to say. Because yeah. Batman's motivation, you're like, yes, I am I am interested in this. Like, Batman, uh, you have a good motivation. And Superman's like, I don't really want to fight you. But, like, earlier in the movie, he, he was like, like you I need to stop murder you. Yeah, he like, was just like, this is mercy. And yeah. I'm just like... That I, line was weird. I was like, okay, Superman. Like, yeah, okay. but they were alluding to the fact that, like, this is Superman telling Batman to stop because he's getting genuinely pissed off at him. And I wanted to see an angry Superman have to go to stop Batman. I wanted to see that. And the Same. movie... The movie played building that, towards... Then, like, that scene in particular is just building towards him, like, grabbing Batman or doing something that was... Just to stop him. Angry. Yeah. But no, it's just like, he rips it off, and then they're like, hmm staring contest and it's just like what yeah where is this coming from yeah it, it was it was something that because they had to pull it out of their ass and be like oh but he has to save martha it was something that i felt like it was a one-sided fight yeah. like superman was kind of like strong-armed into fighting us and he didn't really want to be there yeah. i would rather much see superman want to have to take down batman yeah, like right. to have that fight be motivated from both angles i don't know but yeah i guess but like I don't know, because why... That's one of the bigger problems for me is, like, why would he want to fight Batman? Because one thing that Superman should not do is kill human beings. Well, Um, he could have wanted to fight him and not kill him. Yeah, I guess. I'm going to break every bone in your body, but you're still going to be breathing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, like... I like the idea of him not 
wanting to fight Batman, but then kind of having to. I but, was fine with that. Well, what if it was even, like, not having him be strong on, but he was like, I don't want to fight you, and then Batman, you know that kid, mm-hmm. you like, kind of like, you're like, I, like, I don't want to yeah. fight you, and yeah. he just keeps pushing you and pushing right. you and pushing you, and finally Superman just That could have worked, too. Yeah. That would have been more interesting. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. There were a couple parts in this movie where I think Henry Cavill's a really good choice to play Superman. I just, it's just he's not given anything to do. I, he's, There's I, some baffling, ch- baffling choices from him in this that have to be like director's things where it's just like he's delivering stuff with no emotion whatsoever and he's not a bad actor at all like no, in a man from uncle yeah, that was yeah there's so much charisma in that role and, and he's the he, perfect he's doing, clark kent in yeah, that he's movie. doing 1950s american like yeah. that should be what superman is and i hope that's what we're going to get in future iterations no. but it's yeah never gonna happen it's just gonna be depressing you, well you said you were saying about you think he's gonna be more like superman i don't i don't see that yeah you think he's going to be angrier? I, I hope if he angrier. does. I think if he comes back, less emotive. I hope if they come back and do the injustice thing, he also wears the weird fucking red g-string outside of his costume. Well, I was wondering if he comes back. Do you think because it's Snyder and I could see him doing it, and that's why I don't think they're going to ever do the. As long as Snyder's doing it, I don't think they're going to do the G Wiz Superman. Like yeah, Superman. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like probably. I don't think they're doing that. Do you think when he comes back? He's going to wear that sweet 90s black and silver. Oh, God. He's going to have, like, the mullet? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Do you think, That'd be great. Do you what think, if, what if he Snyder's really... going to be like, yeah, give him a black and silver suit. Oh, yeah. Like, make him look just like, like Batman. Batman. He is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. To, like, yeah, I, I... No, if nothing else, this makes me so, so fucking interested in seeing Suicide Squad because this is so much different than I was expecting it to be yeah. like uh, to be fair like I, I don't hate the movie I kind of like the movie I think that I might actually like the director's cut I quite hate, a bit I hate but... the fact that this movie wasn't good Wow, you changed your tune a lot from the last time we talked, well, Michael. The last, I'm glad the I came time... on here because from the from the way he was talking to me, I, and he said you hated the movie too, and I was I like, I hated the, the yeah. first time I, uh, I saw yeah. I saw it once too, yeah. and I walked out of that movie very angry well, because I, and over time that anger just turned into disappointment. Well, Michael was like, I guess we'll talk about it on the podcast because I was like, I don't really want to get into it over text, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was like, Well, we'll talk about it on the podcast, and I was like. I don't even know if I want to go on. I was like, I'm just going to sit there, and they're going to attack me, and I'm just going to be like, I don't know, I just kind of liked it. Like, <laughs> no, like, it's, it's, what upsets me more about anything is that it feels like there were so many good elements in this film yes. that it feels like it was potentially sabotaged by Zack Snyder. Uh, yes. Well, it, it, it wasn't, uh, I don't think it was intentionally sabotaged. I think it was completely undermined by Zack Snyder, and I think that this could have been a great fucking film. Um... Even saying, like, looking at the director's cut, hopefully it'll still be very good. I want to talk about the director's cut real quick because there's, like, yeah, there's 30 minutes more, Mm -hmm. but, like, 15 of those minutes need to be establishing shots. (laughs) Because... Because there's like 30 minutes, but they cut Jenna Malone out of the movie. So if that's yeah. 30 minutes of like new characters and new subplots, oh, the movie can't that, handle that. Yeah, that was also, Warner Brothers also confirmed that yes, Jenna Malone was Barbara Gordon, despite Zack Snyder saying no, she's not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's cool. She's a good Barbara Gordon. Yeah, she's a good that. Barbara Gordon. I don't know why Zack Snyder, of all things, chose to lie about that one. Um, but it takes whatever. excitement Well, away, didn't he technically, he said she's not Batgirl. Those were no, his exact she, words. Yeah, but she also said, yeah, he he's said, also yeah, said Barbara not Gordon Barbara well. Gordon. Yeah. I think really? that was earlier, yeah. yeah. Because in one interview, he's like, yeah, she's not Batgirl or anything. But in one, another one, he was like, it's not Barbara Gordon. Yeah. And liar, then, liar, plants for hire. That's, maybe he just want, he wants to be J.J. Abrams. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Um, he's really, he's just gearing up for a Star Wars movie, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Oh god. But here's what I I'd watch Zack Snyder do like a Seven Samurai Jedi movie. Well, I mean, his whole thing he's is gonna, he's, he's going to do a Seven Samurai, Samurai Justice, Justice League, League movie. Yeah, I know. Which that. that feels... I mean, it's This is like the thing, though. It's like, I don't think he knows what that means. He's just like, there's seven of them. Yeah, yeah like, it's exactly seven, what it means. Seven people, and they yeah. fight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just like Seven Samurai. That One of them has a sword. No, oh. they don't. Oh, can I give them swords? Wonder Woman has a sword. Pacific Rim sword. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um... I really liked Wonder Woman in this movie. Uh, they announced her, and then I was like, oh, that girl from Fast and Furious who has, like, no lines? I was like, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, I didn't know anything about Fast and Furious, I, so I didn't have an opinion, but... Yeah, um, I was kind of off-put when they cast her as well, just because she's really, like, dinky. Yeah, she's not, well, she's not very big, but, like, when she's throwing down at the end, I was like, yep. Well, sure, see, it's see funny, this. because I liked all of her, like, in-costume Wonder Woman stuff, or, like, just her facial expressions. Like, when she gets fucking tossed against that wall, she's just like... Oh, you fucked Oh, she up. was the best part yeah. of that fight. It was, like, it was interesting. She's the only good part of that fight. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and her was... Just, a, I did have, like, a fanboy moment where I was just like, oh, she's the, in this lasso. The lasso yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I did too. The color palette, I feel, got a little weird at that end. Yeah, because it the was movie ugly was just, looking. Yeah, like, it, it was not pretty. It, there's something about Zack Snyder where he knows how to shoot and frame a movie beautifully, but then when he gets to the action stuff, it's just like, hmm. Yeah. It's kind of ugly. Well, well, I mean, that's like my least favorite The Batman action stuff was cool, but... Yeah, I like the action stuff in Watchmen for the most part. I'm specifically couple... thinking about the alleyway fight scene right now. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like there are a couple points where it just feels like a little out of place where they put action sequences, and I we've talked about this before where I feel like that was possibly yes, a studio mandate right. yeah, where yeah, they just like include more action. Um, um, I will say for what three hundred and Sucker Punch aren't the fight scenes the only good things in that movie? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I but, yeah, oh yeah, the, but I, for some reason in his superhero movies when he's doing explosions like his yeah. three hundred, it was all like swords and spears. Yeah, and yeah. Like, that looked cool. Blood, yeah, and it was nice. Um, um, these, Man of Steel. Like, it was just cataclysmic, like fucking buildings falling Man over. Man of Steel, and... I don't think is as is, is is beautiful a movie as he's used as he typically makes. Well, Man um, of Steel, it wasn't Larry Fong that was a DP. Yeah, really? Yeah, no, it was yeah, not. Yeah. Larry, okay. Larry Fong was a DP for Three Hundred, Sucker Punch, all of, Watchmen, all of his movies since Dawn of the Dead. Okay, then he needs the to be the DP on fucking everything in DC because he has a very good way of like making a film that looks like an Alex Ross painting. Well, I keep and looking. I keep looking at Suicide Squad and I'm like, that movie's pretty ugly. Like, yeah, and all the trailers, like yeah. everything's like yeah, especially weird. comparative. Speaking to well, that. everything's like greenish gray. Like it's, it looks like it looks the, like the rain. Anarchy. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks like really weird film stock where it highlights certain colors in a really awkward manner. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. It just it has a weird tint to it. Well, it's funny because that monster thing that whatever they're talking about, the thing that destroys like the subway car, it reminds me very specifically is the color palette uh, from Joel Schumacher. It's actually it's not a monster. It's a guy that has tattoos that turn into a monster. It's literally You're kidding, right? no. It's literally it's literally it. That's why I'm thinking like these Joker tattoos. I'm like, well, maybe maybe they're not permanent. Maybe they're magic. Trying so fucking hard to get out of that. I just want to. I bet. I bet Warner Brothers right now is shitting their pants just. Like thinking, why can't we make him look less stupid at this the point? The Joker has magic tattoos. <laughs> that was great. That's amazing. Can you imagine, like, like he fights Batman and his tattoos are just leaking <laughs> off? Like, 
He's like shooting. Oh yeah, all the ha 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 things are like popping out. Like, what? And now he has bubbles? the teeth no. like this, and then they come out to be a giant. Mouth. No, they're gonna do. They're gonna. They're gonna do an homage to the uh, Superman two when he pulls he throws up. the saran wrap. Yeah, they're like cellophane tattoos at him, or like red oh, X in the Teen God. Titans. Oh, that's right. And like the X ties around them. Like he's gonna do that with his damaged tattoo. I would support the fuck. No, it's gonna. It's gonna come out like a fucking like. From the old, like, the Batman 60s one, like, pow! Except he's gonna say, ha, 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 ha. Well, you know the J tattoo he has? He's gonna pull it off, and that's gonna be, like, his Batman. His throwing like. star? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I would want to see this movie now. I um, really want to see Suicide Squad, just because I'm, like... I still that movie, fucking hate David Ayer. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going like to be good. But I'm like, I like End of Watch. Looking, how wild, looking at how wildly different this movie came out than the trailers made it out to look, I'm like... I don't know what the hell Suicide Squad is going to be. Because that looks like just such a straightforward, like, oh, you mean... Dirty Dozen? Yeah, it's like, we're going to be the uh, the Suicide Squad kind of movie. I think Suicide Squad... It just looks dumb. I I think Suicide Squad is going to be pretty much on par with what the trailer is. Because I... I don't know, you have to look at the difference between... But it's just so strange that we're coming from this, like, grand, operatic, dreamlike film, and then going into this, like, weird... Well, I mean, look at what Marvel did when they sure. first launched their cinematic universe. They came out with two films. They came out with first Iron Man movie, I don't movie, think and that's what's going to happen. Movie. I know what you're saying. Um, I'm just yeah, saying, like, I'm not saying that they're going to follow, follow one or the other, but those two films are drastically different in tone. What I'm hoping for the DC uh, extended universe is that not every film is going to have... Because, like, well, that's it's one that of Marvel's strengths and also its weaknesses for me. It's monotony? Is that, yeah, it's, yeah, they all kind of look and feel the same, and that's, that's great because it gives them a sense of, well, you know yeah, that you're never going to have, like, a weird outlandish thing. But sometimes I want a weird outlandish thing. I don't think that, like, every movie needs to look and feel the same. <clears throat> The comics don't all look and feel the same. Well, it's interesting because, it, like you're saying, it's one of Marvel's, like, their biggest weakness and their biggest strengths. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the same thing is happening with DC. Well, because there's no uniformity... Well, they need getting, a Kevin Feige. They need somebody like Kevin Feige. They need a that, direction. Yeah. Um, they don't... Like, I, I, I like... They need to get Paul Dini taking, to come and be Kevin Feige. Yeah, well, they're taking character... Well, they're taking directors, very talented directors, and David Ayer and Zack Snyder, <laughs> and they're being like, here's your playbox. Do any actual talented directors on right now? Uh, I mean, James, James Wan James is Wan, doing Aquaman, Wan, right? I, this Who's is what, doing look, the Wonder Woman movie. Her it was Patty Jenkins, right? It was supposed okay. to be Michelle McLaren, uh, yeah, McLaren, something yeah. Like that? yeah. It was supposed she's to be great. Yeah, she's great. She did like Breaking Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, things like that. It was supposed to be her. She dropped out of the project. Um, there was a rumor she wanted Wonder Woman to have like a tiger or something, some big cat animal. That's all I remember. And Wonder Woman would have had like, and I was like, like Jasmine in Aladdin, like she's gonna have a tiger who's her sidekick. I, I support was, that. Yeah, I support that one hundred percent. I guess DC was just like, no, <laughs> 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 that's where we draw the line. That's <laughs> just crazy. Out. What do you think this is? A comic book? We're gonna... Which I do like that you see Chris Pine really briefly. In yeah, the you photo, do. Yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, this is gonna. Tie that was again. another cool moment. That was an audience applause moment in all three of the screenings that I've been to. Which part? Where it's probably just because her theme song's kind of awesome. Oh man! Yeah. But, oh yeah! Um, I see. Where like, he shows the thing and it's just yeah. like it's 1916, and it's just like do 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 do, and it's like do 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 do, and he the shows electric her in the cello thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. First of all, did you guys know that was an electric cello? Is yeah. Because that's amazing. I didn't know that. I just figured it was a guitar. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't tell Which, you. I've listened to this. I've listened to that song so on badass. the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. 
probably more than anything else in like these past two weeks. It's great. I, I've it's seen wonderful. It. And both times that it comes up as like a prominent motif. Well, when she first appears, like in the movie, like when yeah. she saves Batman's ass, yeah. which that moment was hilarious, by the way. I was just like, oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. That, that was good. That was There's funny. some good humor in this movie. Like, it's not Marvel levels because it shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, and that's why I don't understand I, when I people do, say this movie's humorless. Yeah, no, I do agree in the sense that, yeah, that's a complaint I find bullshit. Um, of humorless all is dumb but i can see where they're like there's no they, there's no levity to yeah film. yeah there needs to it's, be moments where it can breathe kind it, of it, let, me, my, let me put this into context i, I was talking to I have an example just don't let me okay, go for it. Yeah, go. okay well like that scene where um they're in the bathtub right and lois is reading the the thing about the thing and then thing um that for some reason the music and the lighting makes it seem like a slasher film like, it, as she's reading the letter, it sounds like Jason Voorhees is going to break into the room. And I'm like, why is this why, why is this playing like a horror movie? Why are these, like, you hear these orchestral well, there's, strings there's a lot of and moments then Superman the walks in. doesn't feel like it meshes? I mean, I really enjoyed the idea of Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL collaborating together to mm-hmm. give these two different distinctive themes. But for some reason, I think the movie tended to fuck that up, too, because they play them in such a sequence that it Sometimes, makes them so yeah, starkly contrasted, like, this... Doesn't work like at that all. Superman theme did not fit into that Doomsday sequence. Like at when all, he's yeah. like, "This is my world, you're my world," and it's just like do do do, and you're like, Whoa. and then immediately comes nah. back, and you're just yeah. like, Jesus, like, nah, not quite. Yeah, no, but that scene in particular in the bathtub that should have just been a very like normally lit, and I'm not saying it had to be funny or anything. It just that should have been somewhere that where it's just like, okay, this is them delivering lines. It's just them doing stuff. Let the audience breathe. You don't have to be so intense about intense everything. Yeah, in every scene. Well, to put this into context, I was talking to one of the people that works here, and he was saying like he brought his three sons to the movie. The third time I saw it, which was in the awesome fucking on Forty Second Street Prime. with the uh, oh with, the AMC yeah. Prime. Yeah, I, I love. I AMC never want to see another movie again that's not in that. Yeah, that no, auditorium. I know. Yeah, we saw Force Awakens there. Yeah. And it was amazing. It's great. Um, but it's assigned seating. So like I got the last and I went at like nine in the morning and I got the last seat available. So the seat, the person in the seat were directly next to me, um, was like a little kid, like a, like a seven or eight year old kid. And I'm like, this is going to be an amazing social experiment right now. <laughs> Cause he was so fucking bored. Yeah. He I, was, I was like well, was getting out like, of his chair, walking around. I'm like, yeah, that's don't take kids to this. Really? Cause, cause it's, it's funny you say that. Cause I thought that same thing, but there were, an eight-year-old and, like, a five-year-old sitting right behind us when we saw it. And I wanted to slap them in the face because they yeah. were talking the whole time. But yeah. they were they were into it. Yeah, like okay. Like, when um, Superman gets nuked. Right, right. Uh, they were like, oh, no. Oh, fuck. And they kept yeah. talking the entire time. And I wanted to slap them, but they were clearly, like, into the movie. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I guess kids will enjoy it. Well, see, yeah. what I was saying is, This like, one did not. Yeah, he no, was, like... The he liked all the action, his... and he was, like, on the edge of a seat for that. Like, but he just his... looked so bored. The he was just like... The person who took his three sons, they said they had to leave like an hour and yeah, 45 minutes it. into the movie. I wouldn't take a kid to this movie. I, I wouldn't either. Yeah. I wouldn't either. I saw those two kids enjoy it, but I, I would say I'm the for The, the movie, it's, it's pretty goddamn like oppressive for being like, I mean, I know a lot of yeah, parents will intense. see like, it's yeah, it is, it intense. is. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it's Batman and Superman. Kids will love it. No. No. So we no. got this little Lego Batman movie. If they want that Batman, look, go, 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 little Lego Batman movie. I want to talk real quickly, because we, we've kind of been talking about, like, the themes and, like, kind of, the, we've been, like, really trying to dig into it. I want to talk about some surface-level things I like, just, like, sure. things I like about the movie. Yeah. Um, which was one of them. That first scene with Batman 
was horrifying. Where yeah, you see it was great. him in the background, like on the wall. On the wall. I was genuinely like, we. I sat in an IMAX. It was scary. And I was <laughs> like, oh my god! Like it was like a horror. Yeah, movie. it was like was a like, horror movie. It, it reminded me because the trailer for um, fuck, what was the James Wan movie? Spectre? No. Uh, what? The, what? No, James Wan. Oh, I thought you said James Bond. I'm sorry. No, no, James Wan. Uh, the Conjure, 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 when he right pops now, yeah. out of the shadows. Yeah, yeah, like it reminded me very much of that. And which it I was, was. I'm really hoping though that James Wan's uh, Aquaman movie is just two and a half hours of of uh, Aquaman just yeah. staring into the camera. Oh god, and just, like, that was awkward. It, um, it was. It would have really, been cool. It when he just saw his eyes. Yeah. Like, oh fuck, Aquaman! And it, it comes out and hovers. It went on for thirty seconds. They held on to him for like ten seconds, and I was like, okay cool like, it, it yep. was great and, and now you're ruining and it it looks like he's holding his breath which yeah. weirded me out because I, I i don't know a lot about aquaman he can breathe, he breathe. Like, no yeah. but he was actually underwater so i don't think they yeah, taught no, i don't think I, mean. I don't think they taught jason momoa how to breathe underwater so that's the problem well sure but like <laughs> cgi so, yeah i don't know it was well, weird yeah well, no well, it, it held like way that. too long I'll the flash that was the like we've seen like three different speedster movies recently yeah. or at least two this was the coolest looking version Ooh, of the that. lightning yeah. stuff that happened. I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. That it wasn't just like a blur effect. Right, like... where he's just standing there and it's just like, yeah. and like it looks like he never moves, but you could also see him doing something. I'm like, that was that was yeah, that's awesome. pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, Aquaman's was the worst. It was the most awkward. And my one thing about that scene is. Well, I have two things about Wonder Woman discovering the email. That seemed really forced. But, yeah, it was. and it, But it was weird in the editing, because this is where I was talking about the editing being weird, because it just it's sort of... <laughs> where it became that, where it became, what is that fucking horror movie where it's all on, like, AOL Instant Messenger? Oh, oh uh, Unfriended? Yeah, Unfriended. It, be, it oddly becomes the movie Unfriended. Well, it's, it's, where she scrolls down one line at <laughs> He's like, line, this like... is totes you, LOL, bats. <laughs> <laughs> You have a movie, and there's a lot of themes, and this was the most out-of-place sequence, because it literally feels like she sits down at her computer and proceeds to watch trailers for the fucking next three here's, Justice Falls. The and then she's on a plane for some reason. Here's the thing. Just because it's a Turkish Airlines plane, and they... Oh, that, yeah, that, I was, that, was, like, that was like, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> but um, I'm like, why is she oh, on a plane? Why, they didn't why say Why did anything. Gotham City look so boring in the movie, but it looked great in the Turkish Airlines commercial? It looks like a video game in the Turkish Airlines commercial, but I know, I do agree, they needed to do something. Because it just looks like Jersey. Of that. Yeah, which, I guess now they're place. establishing it is Jersey. Is it? Well, yeah, because it's across the Hudson River. You could, uh, well, he compared it, he compared it to Oakland and uh, and San, yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, he compared it to that, which is where that's like. Oakland is a sad, sad place. Oh, it's, all right. They filmed it in Detroit, and I thought it just looked like Detroit, which I was like, that's fine for Gotham, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't have a problem to look at the movie, but um, I, I just I, I wish just, that I he did something, something more because like, like visually, he's so yeah. good at establishing these visual. If things. you had taken that scene though and uh, like put it in the end, like after Superman died, and they have this whole montage of other things, and then she mm-hmm. discovers it, or like some other place in the movie, it could have worked more. Yeah, but it, also like what? Okay, it grinded the movie to a halt. Well, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I was like, there's one part where I feel like it was so obvious to have this scene, and it shouldn't have been Wonder Woman who discovered it. It should have been Batman it when he first been, gets the case files. It should have been Batman when, like, okay, you know when he breaks in to steal the kryptonite, but, like, they don't show it? Yeah, it was it was, it was funny. Red Letter Media also addresses. They showed us a scene where he attempts to get the kryptonite, fails, mm-hmm. and then when he actually does get the kryptonite, they don't show us to yeah. us. It was oddly sequenced. I'm fine with that, though. 
I'm oh. absolutely fine with it, but go on. Wouldn't it have been cool to, like, see him break in or something, and finally he gets to the computer, and then he discovers the files, and, like, I yeah. feel like that would have, like, it would have fit in there. Well, he, like, well, yeah, that's like, the he's, way he's that I heard the... it played out, but, uh... Yeah, well, like, he's looking through the computer, and he's finding, he's trying to find where the kryptonite is, and then he sees these icons inside, and Yeah, like, to, like, something, like, it could have been during the kryptonite sequence, it could have been during some sequence where Batman, like, breaks in, and then he's like, oh, I gotta hack to do well, my Batman I... things. <laughs> we gotta hack through time. Yeah, and then, like, he just, like, what are these files? He's well, like, he sees, like, the, the metahuman thing. He clicks on that, and then he sees it, and he's like, oh, my God. Like, well, I mean, it's interesting because... It pans back to his face, and he's, like, he's doing, like, the Christian Bale, like, oh! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's interesting because... <laughs> it's interesting because we're seeing this from Wonder Woman's perspective, and Wonder Woman is this type of metahuman kind of thing. So she's not necessarily, I would imagine, caught off guard because she is one of these people. But can you imagine seeing that from Batman's perspective? Yeah, it would have been like, so cool. would have been like, what the fuck is and this? Then, and then we can still sort of see it from Wonder Woman's perspective, where, like, she's there, and, like, she goes on her computer, and she gets the part where he's like, I know this is you, and then he mm -hmm. sends her the metahumans thing, and she's like, we don't have to see her watch it, but yeah. she sees the metahuman thing, and we see her face where she's like... He knows, like he knows about metahuman, blah blah blah. Right. Like, yeah, it just—it looks like from her perspective, perspective that she's as caught off guard as Batman is. Yeah. And it's just like, but you shouldn't be. And that—that that was weird. I just thought it should have been from Batman's <coughs> perspective in a scene like that. Yeah, it absolutely should have. Because because I was the human. Can, well, because I was pulled out of the movie in this mm -hmm. way because I was like, because I thought of it, and then they, Zack Snyder and uh, Deborah Snyder, uh, said like. Oh yeah, we didn't come up with that scene until halfway through production. Like, yeah, that, that makes cool. sense. Yeah. They said that, and I was like, "Yeah, that's the vibe I got." Yeah. But like, it look, it looks different. Yeah, the bat. But if they had done it with the Batman scene, it just it would have fit in like naturally. Yeah. Yeah. But there are other things I liked. Uh, Jeremy Irons was kick great. ass as Alfred. Fucking great. Alfred. I was like, they cast him, and I was like, that's a really good casting. But no one's ever gonna beat Michael Caine. And then I saw it, and I was like, oh man, he's really good. I won't say he beats Michael Caine, but like, it's a different interpretation, well, and I feel yeah. like it's possibly the most interesting interpretation. Michael Caine was a very different kind of Alfred from yes, the comics. exactly. This felt more like Alfred. Well, he the, felt like straight out of the animated series. Yes. Yeah. Well, Alfred is. Yeah. The, well, the entire time, like that was another. I love that he's doing detective shit throughout mm -hmm. this. Yeah. And he's the cell phone and all of that gizmo stuff. And I love that he's constantly talking to Alfred, because um, that's it, what, how it works. It kind of it caught me off guard a little bit, where he was just like, oh, I was listening into that. I know exactly what's going on. I was just like, okay, I can see why he what did that. Mean? Like, at the end of the fight where he's talking about, like, he has to go save Martha, uh -huh. and Alfred's just like, oh, by the way, I heard all of it, so I, I, I know the situation, so you don't have to explain it to me. I was just sure. like, oh, that's a, yeah. that seemed a little forced. But, I mean, I do like the fact that he's always talking to Alfred, and Alfred's like his eye in the sky kind of thing. Yeah. Like, the whole sequence of the party I thought was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's all going to be Alfred or Oracle. It could be Oracle later, but... Yeah, nah, no, like, keep it, Jeremy Irons, man. Just no. keep him. Yeah, <laughs> okay, no, right, he's well, great. I don't give a shit about Oracle. <laughs> just keep Jeremy Irons being all quippy into his ear. I love sure. it. Yeah, he was great. I mean, Michael Caine was the type of Alfred where you see him, and you're like, I want to give you a hug. And this was Especially the in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, where he's just he's crying like, the whole movie. He, and and J with Jeremy Irons... You. I'm like, but he's still alive. Why wouldn't you just have offered you? Cunt. <laughs> with Jeremy Irons, I was just like, oh, man. If you if you trespass on like Wayne Manor, he will straight up break your fucking arm. Well, Michael Caine yeah. plays it off as a lot more fatherly and emotional. And I, he's, Jeremy Irons still has like elements of that, but like... He plays like a bodyguard. Yeah, and mm -hmm. Jeremy Irons is great. Like He has great lines. I love the part where he's like, oh, you're, you've, you're like Mozart with deceitfulness and uh, since you've been like five he's like but you were never good at the, the, yeah. tricking me Lying and I'm like me. And I'm yeah. like you're so fucking good Jeremy I, just, I really just love that moment where he's like working on the bat helmet he's like I gotta rewire the whole fucking thing now. Yeah. I was just like uh, it's just yeah I want to watch a whole movie of that 
That's I think that's the biggest takeaway I have from this movie. Is like, where's Alfred really, solo movie? <laughs> where's the here. Alfred spinoff movie? No, I I want to watch a whole. Fight. I'm kind of surprised that with Batman being as popular as he is, and with Batman being as much of a sure thing as he is lately. Why didn't they go for the Batman spinoff movie? Earlier you would think I, that he would be like, I want Affleck to be the fucking Tony Stark of this universe. It, like it, it would, it, but no, that's actually probably the problem is Affleck. I mean, he probably yeah, he's got he's busy. Stuff to do. He just he's just finished Live By Night. Uh, he just finished shooting that, so he's going into post on that. They probably couldn't tie him down for a Batman solo movie right oh, away. That's probably why it's not even dated yet. Because if it was, it's not even dated for years down the line. They just said, eventually, we'll, we will find a place for it. And that's probably, when Affleck is free, we will get on this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure Affleck is also the one holding them up because, like, I really believe that Affleck thought this movie was going to be amazing. It should have been. Well, but it from really everything he been. talked about it, from yeah. everything he talked about it, from everything... You never well, felt he was like, on Comic-Con, he was saying, like, there are a lot of themes that are so deep, like, I don't even grasp yeah, it. Yeah, but, like, but, like... And oh. there were. Here's the thing when, like, they, when McQueenie said, oh, Warner Brothers said this is going to be too smart for Marvel fans. Kind of true. <laughs> um, there's a lot of stuff going on that none of the critics even, like, seem to grasp. Um, where it's just like, yeah, there's, there, there are deeper themes in this. The whole God versus man thing, the whole, all of that, um... Everybody complaining about the dream sequences and stuff like that. Like, well, no, the whole movie has a dreamlike quality. That's it's supposed to be a blending of reality and it's I don't know. There's a lot of the people are making it sound like it's Transformers and holy shit, it's not that. I, yeah, no, I don't. no, it's it's not it's not as offensively stupid as that. It the just, problem is it's the director. director. Yeah. I don't I don't buy. Look, I, I don't think it's a perfect movie. I I think it's personally like a six out of ten. Um. I like a lot of things in it. Mm-hmm. I do not think it deserves a 29% that it has right now because that's lower no, than... No, not at all. That's X-Men crazy. Origins Wolverine, yeah. X-Men Last Stand. It's, it's basically Green Lantern. It's levels. like massive I saw it had, it had 40% originally and my first thought, I was like, oh, fuck, Michael's going to be such a bitch about this. <laughs> like I was like, oh, no. Like... Um, I, I was waiting for the reviews to come out all day. Like yeah. that happened, and I was like, "Okay, it's going to be six p.m." Because at first they were like three p.m. I'm like, "Oh no, it's it's uh, three p.m. California time." And I'm like, "Okay, we have to wait another couple hours." And I have it. I'm like, "Oh dear." Yeah. <laughs> and then like fifteen minutes later, he's like, "Where's your god now?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't text me anything, and I was like, "Oh thank god," because I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I pulled up a bunch of statistics because I was just waiting for to be like, because for him to be like. Oh, like 30% of Rotten Tomatoes. And I was going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh, what is it? Indiana Jones 4 with its 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. And... <laughs> yeah. No, the tomato meter is a flawed system. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's also a massive disconnect between critics and audiences on this movie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with all audiences, of the early it's still, what, audience, like 73%? Yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. But all of, like, the early, like, all of the YouTube things... A lot of them are like, well, there's a, there are problems with it, but it's not. Uh, there are things that I like. Whereas the Rotten Tomatoes, like the professional critics, are just like, fuck everything about it. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely seen like a lot of people who I watch and like on YouTube. They've been like, yeah, like it's, it's a f- like there's a fine movie in there that's just buried beneath a lot of. A flaws. lot of people that I've watched have been like, it's flawed, but I recommend that you see it and make yeah. up your mind for yourself. That's one hundred percent how I feel about yeah. it. Yeah, like I, well, I recommend it to everybody. I'm like, yeah, go see it. Um, it's definitely an interesting enough movie to go see. I saw it with my most, like, hipsterish friend. I was shocked I could even convince him to go. Yeah. Um, he hates Man of Steel. He hates the, like, mainstream superhero. He's never seen... He's seen, like, two, three Marvel movies. He doesn't watch superhero movies. He doesn't like right. this. Walked out of it, and I was like, oh, he's gonna hate it. And he's like, 
man, that was a really good movie. He was like, I really enjoyed it. I think he liked it more than I did. Yeah. Um, he like, I was like, I didn't really like Jesse Eisenberg, and he's like, no, man, he was great. And I was like, for someone who doesn't know anything, sure. like, doesn't care about Lex Luthor, I was like, I looked at it from his perspective, and that's mm-hmm. kind of how I arrived at the whole, he's good, but yeah. he's not Lex Luthor. He's a miscast, kind yeah. of. And, um, yeah, it, it's, the wrong inter- it's the wrong interpretation for the character. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think what they wanted to do is they just want everyone to be Joker at this point, and that's kind maybe, of the vibe I Maybe, maybe. I didn't I, like, I don't, Joker. I saw him more as like well, a initially, blur. like, the two characters I didn't characters think that at all, same. but now the people are saying it, I'm like, yeah, I could kind of see, it, it like, the like Heath Ledger twitching. Well, the ticks, like, the, yeah, that stuff was weird. I don't know, he played he plays it I don't know I was watching I was like yes Jim Carrey I understand please I think now that you say that I do think he would be tweak him a little bit he could be an okay Riddler I think he would be yeah yeah can he be the Riddler? Can he just come out like, nah, like he kidnapped he Lex was Luthor the, Riddler the whole time? Yeah. Didn't they do that in like Arkham Origins, where like, yeah, Joker? Oh, you don't play the Arkham games, right? I yeah, in Arkham Origins, Joker was, Joker was Black, Black Mask. Mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, spoilers, Arkham Origins. I'm sorry. <laughs> spoilers for this mediocre game. That, that it's the worst of them. It is, yeah. Um, even worse than Arkham Knight, which was almost broken. If yeah. you played it on PC, it was broken. Yeah, <laughs> they still haven't released that, by the way. Just don't. It's not like if they if they refunded you, don't go back and buy it. Like, it's it's. Cool. I think what they did was I'm they refunded them, it, but... and they also gave them like Arkham Arkham Asylum and Arkham City as like compensation for it. Good, good, because those are good um, games. I so are you looking forward to the Wonder Woman movie? Is anyone looking forward to that? Uh, I don't like a lot of the... I don't like that it's got that washed-out palette. I think that should be a different kind wait, of... Wait, are you talking about the footage they release? Yeah. They did say. They did come out and say. they're like That was like a daily. Yeah, they, they were like, yeah. please don't judge us on this because okay. we just started filming like two weeks ago. We haven't color-corrected anything. We just kind of put a filter on it for this. Yeah. Like, Well, I'm interested in the Wonder well, Woman movie. That's what Zack Snyder does, doesn't he? Just yeah. puts a filter over everything? Whatever, man. <laughs> I, I'm waiting for Instagram to release the Snyderian filter and you can just put it on like everything's I, my colors. old phone, I had. I think um, you just slap every filter together. That's, that's, what, what, you that's do. what it is. Yeah. It's sepia and Helvetica and yeah. black and white. On my old, I used to have a Nexus Same phone. Helvetica. Oh, that's a font. That's a font. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Sorry. <laughs> on my old, I used to have a Nexus, and like they had a very decent like photo editing suite just built in mm-hmm. and I had a setting that I saved that I called the Snyder setting because <laughs> it looked like a Zack Snyder thing you just desaturated a little bit you and up the color contrast up the contrast and up the um 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 this is so interesting to the listeners <laughs> what is it called the the fuck it black point but Affleck was great so yeah Affleck, Affleck, Affleck was great, great. <laughs> Affleck was great um I think everyone's great in the movie. I'd like. Well, Henry Cavill is just so unemotional. The structure. No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up. I think Henry Cavill is great. I think he could play a great Superman. It's just the. He's not given the material to work with. The guys running this movie do not care about Superman. Yeah. He's well, not. He's well, great. Like I said, there's some because... baffling moments from him where it's just like, like the Lex Luthor thing. It looks like he's just he's like, what have you done? And he's giving this face where it's just like it looks pseudo disgusted, and I'm like. Why? What's happening? I don't understand this. Well, I mean, it's interesting. Like, if they do eventually go for the injustice route, I feel like it's not going to be... A difference between his evil Superman. Uh, yeah, like, it's, there's yeah. not going to be any emotional connection because all these movies have established, yeah, Superman's an asshole. Well, I was... He's a boring, you, bland asshole. You talk about the emotional connection, and that's what really pissed me off about the Doomsday fight because I was like, I don't even care about this Superman. Well, really. yeah, because they tried to force it in because Superman's not a character that you like through these movies. But then also, like... The thing about Doomsday is the the good part about the the death of Superman thing is uh-huh. like it's built up for like a year. 
yeah. and Doomsday was going through and just wrecking everyone in the Justice League. And it would have right. been cool to just have like a Justice League movie, and then like after the Justice League movie, we see Doomsday's created, and mm-hmm. he comes through, he's just wrecking everyone, he beats Wonder Woman, finally gets Superman, and then Superman dies, and it's like, oh, we got to know Superman over like four movies. And then he and dies. Yeah, and a lot yeah, of people complain about like the Moon. kryptonite spear and all of that, and like him. Well, a, it's like, yeah, why did Superman have to do that? Yeah, why not just throw it to Wonder, Wonder Woman? Yeah. yeah, she's holding them with the lasso, but he could because Superman hold the needed to die, so they yeah. could do the death and return of Superman. That's well, the thing is, I, like, look, narratively, I get it, I because it makes sense that they're going to have to put the, together the Justice League in his steed, knowing that something else is coming. Because um, without it, it's like, well, why go for the other metahumans if they don't want to be found? So I get that. See, what if it had been someone who wasn't Doomsday at the end? There's some other threat well, It could have worked, too. I'm just well, saying, like, like, I understand what they're doing. Sure, but, you, like, if, look, if I, just some random 19-year-old, can come up with a theoretically better story, then I feel like these guys paid millions of dollars. Chris mm-hmm. Terrio could have done a better job. Yeah. Um, which is just, like, theoretically, at the end, if there had been a different threat, and then they wreck it, and, like, Superman's almost feeding. They're all almost feeding. Superman's like, oh, wow, like, I couldn't defeat that by myself. I'm glad I had you guys. Maybe we should get those metahumans together, and, like, then we can all band in case something even bigger comes and out. And then they well, all they, jump in the air. hint at dark side. And then right? they all uh-huh. jump in the air and do, like, a freeze frame high five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they should use Doomsday's, like, rock candy as at the end, like, when he gets his arm cut off. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. watch Doomsday high five some people. I feel like it'd be a painful high five. I just wish that they actually killed him the way that they did in the comics, where they punch each other yeah. really hard to death. I... That's literally what happened. Are you being sarcastic? Because I do <laughs> wish that had happened. Because like the Kryptonite Spear thing, I was like, I don't know. I want to see. Well, Superman it, it, it's, with, a, like... it's a plot hole because it's just like, why did Superman do it? Well, but... yeah, but also like, I don't know. I wanted it to be like only Superman could defeat this guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. And like, it just seemed like anyone could have done it. Yeah. It if does... anyone, if Batman had the Kryptonite Spear, he could have defeated him. <laughs> it presents a narrative <laughs> issue. Wait, can you imagine if like Batman didn't build the Kryptonite Spear, but he built something like just completely fucking arbitrary? <laughs> well, like he used the rest of the Kryptonite and he just made like twenty more canisters of the Kryptonite gas, and he's like. Oh shit! He made a kryptonite swan. He's like, I'll never need the rest of this. <laughs> How's this? This looks pretty. <laughs> he made a it's, statue he of makes Batman. A, he makes a <laughs> Shakespeare bust out of kryptonite with a little button to open the Batcave. He made a tiny batarang made out of kryptonite. It's <laughs> like so throws it like just dings off Doomsday. He's like, oh, oh nah, no. I just the the spear. It's. Uh, just another ham-fisted Christ metaphor because there's the, the in Constantine they call it the spear of destiny I don't remember what the actual spear used to stab Jesus in the side is but I'm like would Batman make a spear fun like, fact in Man of Steel he's also specifically 33 years old yeah yeah they specifically say that at one point was why wouldn't he be yeah he's gonna come back three days later yeah well not anymore now he's 34 in this movie so he's just oh, dead forever perfect. Because it's 18 months later. Well, they could have waited till he was 36, then done like a big Buddha metaphor. Well, I mean, well, I mean, they already did that. Only if Keanu Keanu Reeves had played Superman. Yeah, that's Uh, true. Well, the whole thing too is anything else would have been offensive. I I would (laughs) have. Would people have accepted Keanu Reeves? Because, like, do people want an Asian Superman? I don't know. People are complaining about an Indian Superman. People, I've heard people complaining online, and I texted this to Michael. I was like. Wait a minute, is Ezra Miller like one of those fancy half-Asians like you? Because I've heard people online be like, why are they yellow-washing the Flash? And I'm like, I don't think he's Asian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Ezra Miller. Yeah. Like, is it just because like, there's something I don't... I'm not... Well, dead. like... I saw that and I was just really confused. I'm like, yeah. I don't... Have you I, seen Perks? Have you seen Perks being a while? I have, yeah. He has like... 
like he keeps his eyes like closed a lot. They're kind of squinty. Is They're that a little why? bit squinty. That's exactly racist? why. Are just being racist. <laughs> yes, I people mean, are being very racist. Like the, like he doesn't open his eyes all the way. He's Asian. He it's must like... be an Asian. Well, I mean, oh god. Well, no. If you were to tell me like, oh, that guy's a quarter Japanese, I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> he's three tenths yeah. Chinese. Well, he, he had some sure, Asian but they blood, say yellow it. washing. But, but that's crazy. He's, he's that's white. Fun. Yeah, he's well, white. That's the thing. I mean, that's like Keanu Reeves. No, what, Isn't Keanu Reeves technically like some like an eighth? Asian, like, of yeah. some, like of some sort. But if you cast Keanu Reeves and something, they're not like, yeah, an Asian man is leading this movie. They're well, saying, no, yeah, they do, because he's, like, the world's most famous Asian at this point. Uh, he's Hollywood's most famous Asian. Yeah, him and it's, Ben Kingsley. It's, well, it's, yeah. him, it's him, Ben Kingsley, then Ken Watanabe's third. Yeah. Has anybody heard uh, anything about Ken Watanabe? He was sick. He was yeah, sick, he yeah. Had stomach cancer. That's why he dropped out of uh, can- uh, dropped out of. I almost said dropped out of cancer, but no, he dropped into cancer. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> wow, no, he dropped funny. out of uh, Silence, uh, which I was really bummed about. He was also going to be uh, well reprising his role in The King and I on Broadway, and he had to put that on hold. That was one I don't care about Broadway. I was more excited about Silence because Martin Scorsese. <laughs> right. Oh. Well, you know, the whole thing about Superman in the end of the movie is I would have rather not seen that whole thing where the dirt lifts off the coffin. Because then you know Superman's coming back. You don't need to show me like three minutes after he's dead. Oh, I'm perfectly fine with that because I hate it in comics when they kill the thing off. And they're just like, oh, is Batman going to come back? Yeah, fuck you. Of course Batman's going to come back. Um, Just tell me, like, the most recent, like, Batman R.I.P., which is the most recent. No, the second most recent. They killed him again. Um... In, in that stupid Joker thing just now. But in the, one of the more recent ones, Grant Morrison's Batman R.I.P., uh, they show the death of Batman, but they're also, at the end of the comic, they're like, no, he's not really dead. He's in another dimension or something stupid. Don't worry about it. I don't f- like when filmmakers try to lie to me and to get me to feel things. Well, simultaneously, yeah, but I don't like it when they recant on their decision like immediately. And granted, this isn't recanting in the sense that like they like, oh, no, we got to bring him back. Like, this is very obviously the goal, like, to bring him back, but it's just like, they killed him, he didn't let that dust settle, and you're like, but he's literally. coming back. Yeah, literally, he didn't let that dust settle. Um, I just... Dirt lift off the thing? Here, the, that was the, another weird arty choice that I liked. I'm like, well... You're taking, like, the Chris Stuckman argument there, where, like, because, like... Chris Stuckman was saying, like, oh, I didn't like that they went back on this decision. And I'm like, you realize the movie didn't cut away 30 seconds before Superman lifts the box open, right? Like, that's not what happened. I didn't see that. Was that, like, the spoiler one? Because I didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Chris, like, Stuckman was saying something. He's lying. He stole Stuckman's <laughs> argument, and now he's embarrassed. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. Uh, yeah, because he did the he did two videos with Flickster, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't watch. Either. Yeah, he was saying stuff about how he didn't like that. It felt like they went back on their decision, and I, I like I've thought that before. Movies like specifically Star Trek Into Darkness, when they're like Kirk's dead, ah ha ha, just kidding, like like that that stuff irritates me. Yeah, when they just... bring them back before the end of the movie. But with this, like I was, he said like he was like I felt like they went back on that decision. I was like, it's not. Well, it's yeah, no, it's not them explicitly going back on the decision because you know he's coming back. It's just something that I felt like they didn't give it enough time for that emotion to try to set in. Sure. I would have rather just seen a more grandiose scene in like the beginning of the next Justice League movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's going to come back in the next Justice League movie. I think he's going to come back in part two. You think they're going to do... Uh, At least I League? hope that's the case. You're gonna, you think they're going to do... want to see less Henry Cavill? No, no, I'm fine with Cavill. I just, I don't, I want, A, I want to see less movie. I don't want this to be as stuffed as BVS, and BVS has a lot less going on than Justice League is going to. So you think they're gonna do a Justice League Part One without 
I without think, Superman and Green Lantern? I think Superman will probably... Well, Green Lantern will probably oh, be fuck, set up in Justice League Part 1. Entirely. Oh, yeah. someone has said online, and I've seen the movie three times and haven't heard it, but they say that the guy nuking Doomsday, they call him Highball, which is Hal Jordan's uh, uh, like Air Force nickname. Well, I mean, the girl who's like the major, right? That's Hal, go- that's Hal Jordan's girlfriend. Yeah, they, well, they say that, yeah, Major... Uh, What's his name is standing outside her home. What's her name? Anyway, um, no, yeah, I, I think that what will happen with Justice League is Superman will come back at the very end. Yeah, maybe. At least that's... You know, like, I, I, I you hope he doesn't like, come back in the first act like, and be like, I wasn't dead, guys. You think he's going to like emerge from a cave and like, like his hands are going to have like spokes in them? And he's yeah, just going like, to be like, oh, God. Cave. Well, do you think like, Superman... Thing. Don't you think they'd want to put Superman in the trailer for Justice League? Yeah, maybe. Probably. So that that's that's well, why. Well, because you think, know, Superman like, really it really hooks those like eight to fourteen. I just don't want. Up. I don't. I don't want Zack Snyder to direct Justice League. Because Avengers has that sweet shot where it circles around all of them and that they put in all the trailers. You know that? Yeah. The first one. They're gonna do some sort of hero shot for the trailers and like just Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Cyborg. Aquaman and Cyborg haven't even had their own movies by this point. Well, considering they out. spoiled the entire movie in, in the, the trailer. trailer. Yeah, this time around, well, maybe I they'll do like that. And it could still do, be the big well, I was gonna third act you, reveal. Because you're, you read comic books. Do you think they're sure. going to do Superman in heaven like they did in Death and Return of Superman? <laughs> I hope so. Around in yeah. heaven? <laughs> and then that's how they can get more Kevin Costner in there. Yeah. Because that well, was I, the worst scene in this movie to me. Kevin Costner's like, here's me giving a mom monologue about rocks and I was I, like what, what? I, 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 I kind of dig that only in as much as it's so bizarre I'm like yeah why not so Put was that, that a dream sequence too or it's no, more was, like he's really tripping balls literally, like, he's literally okay alright there's no one out there it was a go <laughs> just take it with Tesla um <laughs> took me a second but I got it <laughs> No, yeah, he shows up on a mountain, and that's another thing. Like that whole like isolation, him flying away. They didn't. There was not enough time to do that. I just felt like oh, yeah, it's not just, it just felt yeah, it felt like it was just like, another why, plot thread that was just. Why dropped. are you well, on Superman, a mountain now? Superman like just disappears at one point in the movie, and he's just like not there. Well, the he whole thing it was the yeah. it was the Doctor Manhattan. Well, no one really cares about him. It was the Doctor Manhattan putting himself in isolation mode. That's not true though. But they didn't. People, I'm I'm sorry. People do care about him because people are getting are very upset and angry about the fact that he's not being portrayed as Superman. Well, the whole thing too is that. People aren't well. I mean, yes, you're looking. The other at thing Superman is, people are a, stupid and they don't know what they want. Well, yeah, that's, that's also yeah. yeah. Um, well, we don't like Superman Returns. Make him more violent. Oh no, we didn't like this either. <laughs> Make him more helpful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just bring Christopher Reeve back from the dead. That's what we want. Bring him back. We don't like change. <laughs> yeah, just bring Michael Keaton back also. Just make the old movies. Bring back my childhood. I'd watch the hell out of that movie, though. <laughs> old bald, old bald Michael Keaton and like, CGI Christopher Reeve. I watched the old bald uh, the Michael Keaton. Uh. I was hoping... Well, when they were like, we're going for an older Batman in this, I was like, well, you know who you need better? <laughs> old Batman. Oh, God. <laughs> Can't you imagine Michael Keaton be like, you will bleed? Like... Yeah. <laughs> and doing that creepy fucking smile. Yeah. And he'd have his little lisp and his little, like, Philly accent that he's got. Maybe he'll do his sweet Beetlejuice voice or something. Oh, that would be great. You say his name. You say Batman three times, he just appears. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uh, they get rid of the bat signal. Now how you summon Batman is you say his name. (laughs) Yeah, where did that bat signal come from, too? Was that Batman's? Because wasn't it on top of that abandoned building? 
No, it was on top of the GCPD. Was it? Yeah. That wasn't established. It's just another scene without an establishing that, shot. Well, why would they have to? For decades. Yeah, why would they have to establish that? You just assume that they already had it. Yeah, you piece didn't... of shit. <laughs> well, it was just like they never showed it at any point in the movie, and then they reference it, and like we yeah, just always figured it was there. Fine. See, this goes okay. Actually, this kind of ties into the whole fans don't know what they want thing because mm-hmm. like. A lot of times, like, I, I keep hearing with Spider-Man and Batman movies is they're always like, we want them to just start with them already being in the middle of their careers. And, like, yeah, I feel like if Batman's in the middle of his career, we can just assume he's got the bat light on top of the... Well, yeah, but this also looks like more like The Dark Knight Returns in that sense where he's been out of the loop for a while. And it also kind of... I didn't get that. No, no, really? no. They say he's been doing it for a while. because yeah, like 20 years in Gotham. Yeah, he never says he took a break. Right. I just think it's right. gotten more brutal as the years have gone by. That's true. Um, because it's just they, they didn't mention it at all in Man of Steel, and they're just like, well, yeah, but well, they I'm didn't know what they were doing in Man of Steel, yeah. like point. yet. I'm not well, gonna fault that. Yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, mm-hmm. it was just, it was interesting because it does seem like Batman's just kind of here now. Well, okay, here's the thing though. This movie's just sort of a soft reboot of the DC. Like, yeah, Man of Steel's technically still there, but they're pretending that that Man of Steel like. They're, they're, this is the beginning of their... It's their like the G.I. Joe retaliation to G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. I, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Like, things yeah, still sure. happen, but yeah. it just it's now irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, you could also compare it to, like, Iron Man and Iron Man 2, where, like, Iron Man, they don't really tie in, like, the Avengers or anything until the very, 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 very end after the credits, and then in Iron Man 2 and all the other movies, It's all like, in the forefront. Yeah. Yeah, um, all right, fair enough. It's just, it's just something, like... I would have liked to have just, just seen, like, a solitary shot just to know the bat signal exists. Because halfway throughout the movie, or more than halfway throughout the movie, he shows up and he's in, like, the bat armor and everything, and apparently that was supposed to be, like, that's a longer montage. That's another thing, yeah. The, well, there was, he's just got armor for no reason. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, like... Yeah, I thought they were going to we, we, Yeah, like, I'd rather see him, like, after that first confrontation where he tries to run him over in the fucking Batmobile, which was awesome, by the way. I would love to see him fucking turn Superman into the sidewalk. Pavement. I was going to say, the um, the Batmobile in this is pretty cool for yeah. something that, like... Because, like, I was watching the movie, and then after the movie, I was like, oh, yeah, they had a new Batmobile. Because I was thinking about it, and they never do, like, that hero shot of the new Batmobile. Batmobile, like by the toys, like right. they yeah. never do that. The Batmobile just so well, they cut that up. shot out. Yeah, probably, yeah it was time yeah. constraints. They just like it just starts in their in the car chase, and I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I never thought about it until after, and I was like, oh man, that was a cool Batmobile. Like, yeah, well, I thought about it, and like it was a cool Batmobile, but it it just it feels more like I'm watching a standard car chase in a James Bond movie than I am watching like the Batmobile. I don't oh, I thought, know why. No, I disagree 100. Yeah. Does it really? I have, this is the best um, Batmobile sequence I have ever seen. The most authentic. The one I've where ever they seen. like trash the top yeah. of the truck. But see, it doesn't like, go into battle mode. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. It doesn't turn into a tank. <laughs> yeah. No, it just it like, doesn't. It doesn't go really close to a wall, then have like a little kickstand come up and turn it around. Yeah. That was the yeah. Problem. It doesn't like fire out a grappling cable to help it turn a corner. It's not a 1967 Mustang with the red battle yeah, logo with printed the... on the side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that's what um, I want to see. But, uh, well, the Keaton Batmobile is still my favorite Batmobile. It's just got the best look to it. But this was, I think, in action, this was the most... Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, doing cool Batmobile shit. Like, I never really liked the Tumblr. You know what's really, you know what's really funny? I don't I was, hate it. I'm fine I think it, it works great for that yeah, movie. Like, yeah, you couldn't but it, it just fit, doesn't... Like, f- yeah. You couldn't fit, like, like a Keaton-esque Batman. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Batman, and I'm a huge fan of the Nolan Batmans. Well, they're two completely different things. But they're things different things, things yeah. and you just gotta look at it through that lens. <laughs> it's funny, because uh, I was at the New York International Auto Show this past weekend, and Dodge was really heavily shoving down everyone's throat that, like, 
So guess what? All the villains' cars in Batman Five Superman, they're all dodges. And I'm like, didn't everyone die? They're in really those good cars? at blowing up those dodges. I'm yeah, just like, what? <laughs> you said, uh, did you see the Michael Keaton Batmobile went on sale? Did it? You can buy it for one million dollars. Maybe I will. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I will. But I just thought it was cool. Like you can own the actual Batmobile. That would be like, fantastic. Although is it going to be <laughs> like the one time they did like a contest where some guy won the Batmobile and what they didn't say was it had no engine. It was just, it was just the. I don't the... know. Yeah, no, I saw that it was just well, like, the case, like the case mm-hmm. like about a decade ago they sold Luke Skywalker's X wing from the Star Wars. Does film. it work? It does. <laughs> That's the coolest thing. It actually flies. <laughs> Awesome. Um, you can go light speed. Yeah, you can go light speed. <laughs> that guy should be pulling off some bank heists like left and right here. Like he's got the well, best see, getaway vehicle. Yeah, but like the whole thing is it just it takes so long and it gets stuck in swamps. Ah, that's just, a good you know, point. That's parking's a, good point. a bitch because it's not. Well, they like, didn't give him an R two unit. That's yeah, that's true. That's what they left out. Yeah, yeah couldn't yeah. navigate it. Ain't that a bitch? Uh, so he ended up just kidnapping Kenny Baker and just shoving him in the back. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Kenny Baker's British. I don't know. <laughs> he gave him an R2 voice yeah. if R2 spoke <laughs> words. <laughs> just, just shove him into a little metal cylinder. Just like, tell me how to get to Alderaan. I don't know what you're trying. Make beeping <laughs> noises. God damn it. Oh my God. He just gives him the coordinates to uh, Pine, uh, what is it, Pinewood Studios. Like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but this movie, it was... Uh, I, it needs to be edited better. It needs to be fixed. fixed. Um, yeah. There's a good movie in it. Not only is there a good like movie, there's a fucking movies, really it? great movie in it. And that's what's most frustrating to me. Oh, yeah, no, there's yeah. stuff that's like Dark Knight levels of good yeah. in there. I feel like the reason why, because I was fucking angry when I walked out of the theater the oh, first I time. Mm-hmm. I was fucking livid. But, I mean, I think I'm just really upset simply because this could have been really good. I was, shitting, I was shitting on this movie for a long time. I know uh, yes, this. Yeah, I know. I know you know this. <laughs> we um, did a whole podcast on this. We did a it. whole podcast on this. People listening know this, too. But mm-hmm. it's, I think, most frustrating now seeing that you're right. It could have been really good. Well, I'm it, glad you... I'm, I, but then I was right, and it just wasn't. Gian texted me today. He was listening to last week's pod... Or two weeks ago podcast for the first time. He's like, wow, Michael is really, <laughs> really being kind of a poopy pants about this. And I'm like, yeah, he's a terrible person. He's like, I want to do a podcast with Zach. I'm like, yeah, we could remove, we could arrange that. We just have to get rid of Michael. Oh, oh, I have, I have multiple <laughs> friends who want to come and speak to you about Batman vs Superman on on the podcast, but they don't want to meet you until like they just want to start like on the podcast. Really? <laughs> yeah. So they're like, we'll have no preconceived notions about him. We'll just start duking it out right then and there. Like, um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm not being too unreasonable about this movie. No, no, not no, in this no, episode. I, I, <laughs> I didn't see the movie the fucking last. And year. that's what was unreasonable. About <laughs> yeah, that it. was it. Um, no, no, no. Here's 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 what I'll say. Um, just kind of a, more of my closing thoughts on this movie in general is I think it is fair when people say they didn't like it. Um, like I think it's fair. Like I, I don't disagree with that. Personally, I didn't think it was bad. I'm glad you came off the bandwagon of it being the worst movie of all time, it which was, you labeled it as. Yeah, it was possibly... It was frustrating simply because... Worse than The Room. I'll show you the text message. <laughs> Actually, according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's worse than The Room as well. Really? Yeah. It was frustrating because I'd never seen a movie fail in such standard filmmaking techniques but see here, that that really pissed me here, off here's what i'll say because i feel like we've we've kind of been talking as a group and like kind of agreeing on a lot of things and i i do want to say like my like 
my opinion is very different from yours, in which I had a really good time watching this movie. I, I didn't. Um, I had a better time in retrospect. I think there was a lot of good things in it, and I had a I had a good time. I think it's a super messy movie, yeah. and it needs to be better edited. And I don't mean like with the footage it has. I mean someone needs to go into the editing bay and find all the footage they cut and use establishing shots and like make it more a little more traditional. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of things I liked about it, and I I had been saying for a while people were like, because I was like, I don't think this movie looks very good. That doesn't mean I'm going in with a closed mind, but I was like, I don't think it looks very good. But I was like, I definitely want to see it just to know if I'm going to bother watching the rest of the DC movies. And even though I don't think this movie fully succeeded in being a great movie, I am excited for what's coming. I think that's the biggest thing that I could say um, in this movie's favor, is it makes me very interested to see what's next. I am excited Mm -hmm. to see it. I'm excited to see all like the standalone stuff. I am excited to see a Justice League movie if it's not helmed by Zack Snyder. Sure. That no, that's perfectly fair. Um, uh, yeah, I'll say I am super interested to see the the Justice League movie, no matter what it is. I would be excited to see a Justice League movie without Zack Snyder attached, or if they could just. What he really needs is another direct. He needs to be like a, a, a Zack Snyder and this other person. He needs to be like a Russo brothers. Who do you think should direct Justice League? I would love it if George Miller directed the Justice League. People keep saying this, and I think that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, Me too. Have you? Do you know anything about the Justice League movie he was going to do? Because yeah, it was the uh, worst thing ever. Well, like, yes, but that was. I mean, that was in time, a very, very different time. Two thousand eight, which is the same year we got Iron Man and Dark Knight. Was it? I thought yep. it was before that. Two thousand eight sounds more. Appropriate. I thought that's what it was. That's what I remember. Because they said, I remember being closer to that. 2008 is the year that we got Dark Knight. How were they doing no, a different Batman? Because they were they were gonna do a because Batman Begins had already come out and everything, and they mm-hmm. were just gonna do a Justice League movie with a separate Batman. That's insane. Separate that's Batman. Okay, yeah, well, this like, I remember. This I very vividly remember. And Army Hammer was gonna play Batman. Yeah, yeah, I remember and, that. Yeah, and he signed on in like 2006, 2007. I think mm-hmm. they were gonna film in 2007. I think I'm a year off. I think it was okay. 2007. Um, and it was like 2007. And they'd be like shooting no, concurrently you know with it Dark It was Man. like 2008 because it was the writer's strike that killed it. Okay, yeah. Um, All right. So yeah, uh, and if you read anything to do with that movie, Oh, that hasn't stopped Zack Snyder before. Have you seen Sucker Punch? That's not my point, though, is that he might make the worst movie ever, I think. <laughs> um, Maybe, I don't know. No, no, no. But like, also, like, I think people say this off the strength of Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, I, they're saying it off the, the strength of Babe, Pig in the City. Happy Feet 2. Um, <laughs> well, my did he not do the first Happy Feet? No, he did both. He did okay. both. Um, Mostly the second one, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the, the one with Brad Pitt as a shrimp. The first one. Um, <laughs> my... I, I, like, he's not going to be able oh, to do I all... I forgot I have a meeting tonight again. God, this kid every time. <laughs> well, even not on the podcast then. Just yeah. saying. Uh, <laughs> he, he, like, everyone loves Mad Max because of all that sweet, sweet uh, practical effects. Sure. You can't do that with uh, Justice League. Right. I have to go. Uh, when are you going to be back? I don't know. It depends how long they make this meeting. Do you have, like, a ballpark know. estimate? Should we just close out the podcast without you? Or do you want us to, like, wait and go to TikTok again? That's not... That's literally the worst answer. All right. Well, we'll finish out what we were saying, and then, depending on... Uh, All right. Okay. Um, 
George Miller. Yeah, George Miller is. Uh, I don't get me wrong. I think he's good. I, actually, I was gonna talk to you guys outside of the podcast, but like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, do you think? Do you want Mad Max: The Wasteland? Um, Could it be anything but a disappointment? At yeah, this yeah. Mad Max: Fury Road was nominated for Best Picture, like, which is crazy in retrospect. Yeah. Where you're just like, wait, that happened? Um, I don't. No, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I don't. I really liked Mad Max a lot, but I like if they don't do another movie, I'd be perfectly fine with that. Like, I'm not super pumped for another Mad Max. Granted, yeah. I wasn't super pumped for this Mad Max. It yeah. just so happened that it was spectacular. Yeah. So. Yeah, that because I was just thinking about that. I was like, maybe he should just leave it at this because he was working for this one for like. 30 years yeah so maybe like he's if he only makes the next one he only has five years work for it it's... well they were like weren't people toying or at least throwing around the idea of him doing the superman sequel uh yes and he he said that he's he'd a... been talking to dc but they he wasn't gonna do that okay so i don't know um but i mean the justice it's got to be written right now it's got to be done it is yeah they said they're starting production in yeah april, in april which is like weeks. in 15 minutes <laughs> So I, I don't think that they're going to get rid of Zack Snyder. No, they not won't. for this one. They can't. Well, there was yeah, there was a lot of talk about that. Um, I think well, it could work. Michael, say your thing. I think it could work if they just bring somebody in like a really strong EP to rein him in. Yeah, to I agree. watch and because this time it sounded like he had full creative control. Um, I'm curious because uh, th- I don't know because there's some stuff. I'm I'm curious until I can see the director's cut. Yeah, and I want to see because I feel like that was his vision. Right. Um, and then maybe DC got a little, uh, well, yeah, Warner Brothers and DC got a little bit like, oh, this good stuff has to be in here. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of parts where I was like, this feels a little studio mandated. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, um, nope, lost my train of thought. You don't get a, a train of thought. Okay. Um, oh, well, no, there was, a, I, Michael texted me that you had said that Justice League was going to get canceled and pushed back and Zack Snyder was going to be fired. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I was like, nope, that's not happening. Because first of all, even if this movie gets 0% of Rotten Tomatoes, Warner Brothers doesn't care mm-hmm. in, it, as long as it makes a ton of money. Yeah. Um, but two, if it's supposed to shoot right now, and well, three, it, the people are talking about the DC universe being rebooted and stuff, and I'm like, that literally cannot happen because right. Wonder Woman is, I think, it's done almost filming? done. Yeah, yeah. And if they if have it Suicide happened, Squad it would be like unprecedented. Yeah, that... and Suicide Squad is coming out in like three months. Like, right, it's not gonna happen. Um, oh yeah, Suicide Squad obviously has to come out. Yeah, and um, Ben Affleck's in that, so um, you can't just play it off as like, oh, it's just a random like, because you could play up Guardians as like not being connected. Sure. to the other Avengers movies. Yeah. Um, but you probably can't do that with Suicide Squad, I would imagine. I haven't seen the movie yet, obviously, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it's but an like, interesting second choice because it just... It does seem like a Guardians type... Yeah. Uh, but like if you want to look at of... it from, like, a Warner Brothers, like, business perspective, they can't fire Snyder or push the movie back or... Like, they can't cancel it and they can't push it back because if they do, just on a business side, their stock will plummet. Yeah. Well, here's the uh, the other thing that I heard online. Um, people are talking about like in kind of the 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 more secretive circles online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they're like, well, it all depends on the box office, and that's 
to be expected. Yeah, of course. But if it tanks, which so far it hasn't, it's done extremely well. well. I, I wanted to, we were talking about how the internet, uh, well, like, critics are, like, kind of, like, bandwagoning on this yeah. movie. And an article I keep seeing going around is, like, well, first of all, like, I was reading this Iron Giant article by this website that I like, and they announced the Iron Giant Blu-ray is coming out. Uh-huh. Um, but they were like, get ready for the, the like, uh, the real Superman movie to come out. I was like, shut the fuck up. This has nothing to do with this movie. Like, yeah, just yeah. shut up. Um... <laughs> But like yeah, an article I keep seeing going around is like is like oh it had the biggest Friday to Sunday drop ever, and I'm like yeah well you know Easter is no one gonna mention the fact that Sunday was Easter yeah and is no one gonna mention the fact that a very small article that is not being reported a lot is that it had the biggest March Monday of all time yeah um I, I read that yeah. yeah and I'm like so like no one gonna we're not gonna talk about this no like, they, be, be, people online like critics professional critics have like a Michael level of hatred <laughs> towards, like just this completely I've never seen anything like it I yeah it, well they're acting uh, you said it before they're acting like it's a Transformers movie that's yeah. the only time I see this mm-hmm. where everyone because everyone has just kind of decided like unanimously that yes the yeah. Transformers movies are terrible sure. we're all going to shit on them even though mm-hmm. they make a ton of money but they're acting like this is that and it, it's not it's really poorly edited I think yeah. that's its number one thing even I think yeah, even more than the, the directing I think it's terribly edited yeah um and then directing is like the second thing down sure um yeah i uh it but there's a lot of good stuff in it and i i am looking forward i want to go see it one more time before yeah. it goes out of theaters and the mm-hmm. only other movie that i've seen twice in theaters recently was star wars yeah yeah i didn't yeah because michael asked me to see deadpool like five times and i was like yeah. no i saw deadpool it was enough i saw yeah, this so more I, like i said i saw this three times that's extraordinarily unusual and it isn't because i like liked the film it's no, just well, yeah, there's like, so much that is going on in this movie that like i was like i gotta give it another chance and, well like star wars was like i was like i gotta see it again because i enjoyed yeah, it so much and right. this is like a big moment i gotta see it in theaters mm-hmm. um but like with this it was more just like that like i was telling you that first time i saw it it's just so scatterbrained for the first half. And I really yeah. like a lot of stuff in it, but I feel like if I go see it again and I know already what's going to happen, mm-hmm. I'll be able to, like, focus more. Yeah. Like, I'm like, all right, so I can connect these dots a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the first time that I saw it, I you know, I'm going in right after the critics had destroyed it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, let's get this over with. Let's see what's happening. And I'm like, I can see all of their their arguments and to that end I was like yeah I'm kind of upset with this I'm like well fuck it and then as I got home the more I started thinking about it I'm like well there was a lot of stuff going on and I'm like now that I know what it is I'll go back and see it again and I did and I liked it a lot more Um, I also saw it in IMAX the second time around so that Uh, helped I saw it in IMAX it was the first movie that's been in IMAX that was just like we have non-3D options in forever I have not been able to find a movie in IMAX without 3D in forever so I I jumped on that yeah this was IMAX 3D but even then how was the the 3D because I mean the movie itself is pretty like dark visually yeah and then you have to wear sunglasses so yeah. were you able to like make things out because that was my big fear with it absolutely um i didn't it didn't bother me at all in fact like the 3d seemed really really smooth hmm. okay. and i think that's what a lot of people like you know when the hobbit movies came out and he was shooting them at a higher frame rate yeah, and just yeah, that yeah. allegedly had something to do with three the 3d i didn't see that movie in 3d so i don't know did you hear that james cameron wants to shoot avatar 2 at 120 frames per second it's the future of filmmaking <laughs> i mean future of filmmaking is making sure it was nothing like film in the past <laughs> yeah zero exactly. percent um this i don't know it, it, 
the first time I saw it, there were a lot of um, visual elements where I was just like, that looks weird. That looks weird. The second time when mm-hmm. I saw it in IMAX in 3D, I was like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. Um, the only thing that bugged me was the Doomsday stuff, but that's yep. because... Same. Yeah, it's just... I, yeah, I thought the CGI in that scene was poor. Yeah. I don't know if and they just ugly. ran out of money. It was or... the same thing with Man of Steel. Like, that movie looked fine for the most part, and then the, there were a lot of um, CGI elements that didn't work in the final fight. I feel like maybe Snyder is really good at, like, smaller action scenes, and then when he gets, like, free reign, and it's yeah. just everywhere he just kind of loses control like he's mm-hmm. holding on to something and it's just slipping out of his hands right because like the batman scenes are yeah crazy good like the the mm-hmm. warehouse sequence oh yeah it's incredible yeah um so like the smaller stuff like that is is fantastic uh mm-hmm. the the car chase is really good uh, a lot of the action is great it's just the doomsday fight is yeah poor oh the nightmare sequence i like i didn't really like it in terms of like in the movie because like i was like you could cut this out and it yeah. would change it i might like it more at the same time i don't know Sure. Um, but like the action in that scene is great. It's amazing. Like, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, I agree with Michael. I was like, I want to watch a movie where <laughs> like post-apocalyptic yeah. Batman. This is great. Batmax will be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked all that stuff. But I think like with these superhero movies in general, they always kind of fall apart in the third act. I feel the same way about Age of Ultron. It's like it was. That's another movie. The very similar movie. Um, I think in terms of. It's edited a lot better. Yep. I never feel like there's anything that doesn't make sense. But I do think it's a very crowded movie. And as Joss Whedon said, he's like, oh, this is a 12-hour movie that we had to cut to 15 minutes. Yeah, no. I, I see. I agree with that. And that's sort of what irritates me is that mm-hmm. that movie has almost 80% on Rotten Tomatoes in this movie. They always get a pass. These Marvel movies now. always get a pass. Yeah. And and, I, and I'll say Age of Ultron is probably a little bit better than this. Just be, it's just a little bit more cohesive. The, the editing and directing is... Yeah. is better it's more cohesive yeah you're right um yeah the human element is a lot more present i think like zack snyder he's a poor director i think that's just what it boils down to i was reading this really interesting debate where they're like let's let's break this down honestly like i'm not trying to make a joke here but do you guys think zack snyder is a sociopath (laughs) like they're like really do you think he can't connect with human emotion like in that way maybe and i was like that's an interesting thought he doesn't really seem to have empathy Mm -hmm. because he he always like he gets really bitter whenever people bring up the whole man of steel like not saving people at the end and he gets really upset about it like really just kind of passive aggressive about it I'm like yeah it's interesting it's autism he likes he likes his violent superheroes yeah people keep saying that he clearly hates superheroes like this is a self self-loathing superhero movie and I I disagree I with that see entirely that, yeah. I just yeah I disagree with a lot of the criticism I don't think I, he I likes a Superman a lot yeah I can't tell I can't tell maybe if, like, I don't think he gets I don't think Superman. he gets what makes Superman cool I think he likes the Superman he has in his head yeah yeah, but, and there was an interesting thing. I I don't know. It might have been Max Landis on this. It might have been someone else. I can't remember. But Superman's supposed to be like, like, it's a it's a fantasy for nerds in school who are getting beaten up by the jocks and stuff. And then Clark Kent, he's a nerd, but then he he has this other identity as Superman, the most powerful thing, right. and it's a fantasy. Mm-hmm. But like Zack Snyder seems like he was probably the handsome, popular kid in yeah. high school. So he can't. He doesn't connect. He with doesn't that. relate to it. That's yeah. why Clark Kent is not a nerd in these movies. Clark <laughs> Kent is just some guy. That could also be he's the just case. Superman with glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the, I think Clark Kent gets swallowed up in this movie a lot. I and, think, yeah. Like he seems to be the stu- the stuff in the movie that you know. 
they don't focus on at all. Well, me and Michael were talking about this earlier. That scene with Martha where it just starts like yeah. halfway through it's, could have been so good in just developing mm-hmm. Superman's character if we show... Because it starts there and she's like, ah, you don't need to be a hero. And wouldn't it have been cool to see Superman get there and like break down a little? Yeah. And be like, I am sad. Right. And it's like, yes, we understand that he is sad. Oh, like, the movie plays with that idea throughout. Yeah. It's just... The problem is all of these scenes... I said this to Michael... Um, a couple of days ago, it's like Zack Snyder almost seems like he wants to be Christopher Nolan because Christopher yeah. Nolan is very good at shooting these very lean, very quick scenes and presenting them in a very rapid fire succession. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, but he always gets to the core of the scene and he communicates gets his point it. Across. Zack Snyder doesn't. Yeah. Um, he it seems like a lot of these scenes are boiled down to a line or two, yeah. where like the whole thing with Lex and. Um, Senator Finch, all of their scenes seem threadbare. Yeah. They seem like, she seems like a cartoonish character, which I don't think that she is. Um, but all of that, you know, it, it gets cut down to almost nothing. And that's why I think in the director's cut, a half hour of movie is a lot. Especially in a movie that's presenting information as quickly as it is in this movie. And I'm curious to see, my thing with the director's cut is I'm looking forward to it, but I'm I, it's gonna... It, I'm hoping that it is 30 minutes of fleshing things out. Yes. If it is 30 added minutes of, of, of new, new stuff. things, I, the movie can't support that. Yeah. It just can't. Well, it's like the, the Jenna Malone stuff. I'm like, I don't know what that's going to be. I don't know where it would fit in. <laughs> yeah. Where? Like, where in the movie would it fit in? Right. Because you have to assume it would do something with Batman, and it... Like, I don't see where it would fit in anywhere. Unless it's just like a Jimmy uh, Olsen type thing where it's just like a tongue and chicane. Yeah. And then they shoot her in the face. Like, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. I see, I still kind of wish that she was playing Carrie Kelly. Yeah. I, 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 I was that been cool. so looking forward to having a Robin again yeah. in, in, a, in a Batman movie. Yeah, she doesn't even need to become Robin in this. Like, she mm-hmm. maybe in the solo Batman movie. Like, yeah. she's like, hey, I want to help out. Although, I guess it would be weird to have, like, an adult Robin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a big. That's a always big weird. Like, like that's what was one of the things that was weird about uh, Chris O'Donnell. Um, it was also just, weird because it was Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, you know, originally like, it was supposed to be Marlon Wayans. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That way. Yeah. Um, I'm like brilliant. You nailed it. <laughs> but uh, I don't. Well, actually, looking at the tone of this movie, it's like, do you think that they could do a, a teenage Robin, like a kid Robin? That's a good point. I don't know. It'd be weird. It would be. But, eh. like, I was really hoping for, like, a cartoony kind of a movie. Um, because, you know, the complaint that people have with Robin, obviously, like, you're going to bring a kid into this. That's insane. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I'm like, well, Batman's kind of insane. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, if you want it to work, then he, she has to be, or he, has to be, like, Hit Girl. Where it's like, this it's a small child, but they're so proficient at what they do, it never feels like they're well, in it, danger. Uh, what are we talking about when we say child? Are we talking about like... Well, like say, well how old was Hit-Girl in that movie? She was 11. Yeah. She was, Robin's she was, supposed to be 10 or 11 in the comics. I, it hasn't been that way in a okay, while, but... No, no, he shouldn't <laughs> be then. Uh, I, if we're talking like a 15, 16-year-old Robin, then yeah, I think sure. we could do that. Yeah. I think you could do it. All right. I was hoping for some Nightwing stuff. Didn't get any of that. Yeah, because there was a rumor about it way back that Adam Driver was supposed yeah. to maybe be playing him. He would be a terrible Nightwing, so I'm glad that he's not. I like him as an actor. I just don't don't see that. But sure. uh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I was hoping for like at least like a nod with as many Easter eggs as there were, but at the same time, it's like they probably don't want to be committal to any of this. They're gonna see what they could do later on, because mm-hmm. then the, it would open itself up to the Avengers problem, where it's like there was that scene in Thor where there's the Infinity Gauntlet and like one of the things, and it's just like yeah, oh, yeah. ah ah. Then later for... on, they're like oh shit. Oh, shit. Like... <laughs> That's another one, and yeah. it's, it doesn't work. Like, yeah, that's just, it's only a model. <laughs> um, but, no, I overall, I, like, I, li- I want to like the movie more than I do. I think I would give it, like, a 5.5 as it is right now. Yeah. I think that the director's cut could probably bump it up to a 7. Um, but it's just, it's a really nice story. I appreciate a lot of the things that they're doing. Um and I extremely appreciate the fact that they're going in this like bold thematic direction instead of just making like a Marvel clone. That's what yeah, they tried to yeah, do yeah. with Green Lantern. Yes, like Green yeah, Lantern yeah. was a Marvel movie with a DC character, and it sucked. Yep. It was a poorly written Marvel movie, but it was it was the tone of a Marvel movie. And I'm like, if that was the DC universe, as that was allegedly supposed to be the first. It was, yeah. Um, in the series, and I'm like, Sinestro God, they'd be awful. At the end. Yeah. He was a great Sinestro. I will say that. Yeah, well, all of the Green Lantern stuff, like all of the stuff on Oa, I liked. It's yeah. just all the other like forced romance and yeah. jokes and yeah. yeah. Well, if we're wrapping doing our closing thoughts on the movie, I uh, I think I I enjoyed it a little bit more than you. And it's not even like it's. I think it's a. I think it is a fine movie, mm-hmm. and that's the way I would describe it. I didn't. It's messy. But I liked everything in it. And yeah. it was like, if you could just organize it a bit more, I would have liked it more. So right. I'd give it like a 6 out of 10. I I thought it was... I had a good time. I'll probably see it again. I will definitely buy it on Blu-ray. Um, uh-huh. I, yeah. I, yeah. Like, well, yeah. I, I want to give it a 6, but I just think I think it's the no, Snyder yeah. stuff. Um, and that's fair. Like, I understand this isn't a movie where I'm like... Where yeah. I feel I need to defend it. Like, I right. feel like... I get the... Div- the divisiveness of this movie i just i, I don't think it's deserving of, of what critic it, it feels like an assassination attempt it does and people making fun of that online where they're like oh you're just a butthurt dc fact I'm like okay yeah um yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well but, i'm like yeah but well. look come on are we, if we're going to be fair here fucking like thor has a 76 or something i uh, no, thor is thor one i believe yeah. it has an 81 percent. that's absurd yeah <laughs> that's fucking absurd um yeah uh star wars attack of the clones which is one of my least favorite films of all, all time, time. <laughs> um has and not because i think it ruined Star Wars or anything which it, it does but i think it is a terribly made movie yeah um has a 65 percent on rotten tomatoes is that a better movie than this i mean yeah and that's that's what i wanted to bring up to michael because yeah. like because like i know he likes fear and loathing in las vegas and i looked that up and that is a 45 percent on rotten tomatoes but sure. most people are like most like, people love that movie. yeah it's watched in film schools like i know yeah. that like it's a it's considered a classic but i don't know rotten tomatoes is flawed yep one of those I think there's a lot of bandwagging, that, like you said. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, and I agree with what you said. I was going to bring this up, where you brought up from the very beginning uh, the the clicks. Um, yeah. It's very fun to say Batman vs Superman is maybe the worst movie of all time, mm-hmm. um, and people like to read that. Yeah. I think it was. Uh, there are two critics out there who I've read who didn't because the Rotten Tomatoes thing I dislike because it breaks down into a yes or no. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the things, if you actually read a couple of those reviews, are like. It's worth watching. It's yeah. just not a quote-unquote good movie. Sure. Um, 
But like the two critics who I watched were uh, Movie Bob and Devin Faraci. I don't know how you say his name. I don't know. You don't know him? Um, Michael says he'll be done soon. He's a liar. They say it it is like, uh, I know Movie Bob said it was a rotting, pussy corpse of a movie. And well, I, movie Bob. First of all, movie Bob has an extreme Marvel bias. He says that Avengers is one of the best films of all time. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, all right, movie Bob. So yeah. So I yes. So I I do think that it is fun to hate on this movie. I feel weird saying that because that sounds like something in my mind. That sounds like something like a DC fanboy would say. Like, yeah. oh, it's just cool to hate on this movie. True. But like, I'm not. Like, I don't. I like Batman. That's pretty much it. I mm-hmm. really have never liked Superman or. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Okay. Or I think Superman can work in other people's stories, and that's something that I've said. Yeah, I don't, sure. I don't like. I've never really read any of the solo Superman comics. I have, but I've never been like a religious reader yeah. of any of those. Um, I like that he. I think he works better as as a supporting character. Yeah. So, if you haven't seen it, yeah, it's absolutely. It's worth it. watching. It's worth watching. It's a see it in super IMAX interesting film, and that's what I'll say. Marvel does not make interesting films. They make I, what I'll say about they Marvel. They're fluff. all competent. Yes. They, yeah, they're they make... they're good popcorn movies. Like mm-hmm. if they're they're a better s- summer blockbuster to watch. Like go see Ant Man and not Transformers Four. You yeah. know, like, like sure. They are competently made summer blockbusters. If you want to just go and munch on popcorn and see something with friends to talk mm-hmm. about after, um, this tried to be something more. Yeah. And it didn't really succeed. Mm-hmm. The problem is, I think it goes and. It's being pulled in too many different directions where if this, like, I think it does have the potential to be one of the better superhero films of all time, just looking at the story and looking at a lot of the things that they attempted. I love the operatic kind of overtones to the, the film. I the love feel, yeah. the the weird, dreamy kind of a thing. And I'm like, they could have so easily done fluff like yeah. Marvel. Yeah, I, that's. I, it seems what that that's what people want. Yeah. Like, when I hear, like, the fans complaining about this, they're like, well, it's, it's not Marvel. I'm like, well, come on. And I think they even, like, Marvel comes out with two movies a year, every fucking year. Do we need every movie to be like that? And I think this movie was, it was an, it was definitely, I personally, personally, I think it was an improvement over Man of Steel. I think they addressed some criticisms I have, because that is a movie that's humorless. Yes. Um, This movie, it had moments of levity in my Mm -hmm. eyes. Um, Parts where I chuckled. I thought the characters were fun to watch. I thought the action scenes, I had, like, a lot of fun with those. Yeah. Um... It's just a very messy movie. Yeah. That's all. No, I, I would agree with that. I would say it's very messy, and Zack Snyder has trouble yes. with yeah, yeah. emotion. Yeah, okay. <laughs> possibly a sociopath. Zack Snyder Talented maybe sociopath. sociopath. Yeah. He's like a Patrick Bateman, you know? Right, he's talented, yeah. but he's a little off. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, if you haven't seen the movie, go out and see the movie. We spoiled the whole thing, but I'm sure that you've read reviews anyway. Um movie bob fuck you uh you could go eat all the dicks i don't like him i don't like him at all he may be my least favorite online critic honestly that's fair yeah yeah yeah, not a fan um but no like uh yeah i i think that there is uh, this is also a thing that i that's been brought up by a couple of people online that i've seen if dark knight came out today in a post avengers world where Marvel has really kind of set the tone. That's what people expect from superhero movies now. You think that movie would be torn apart? I don't think it would be torn apart, but do you think it would be as universally beloved as it is? 
Because uh, it's a good movie. Like, it's an undeniably good movie. But do you think yeah. it would... Because, like, what is that? It's got, like, a 90... It has 94. 94. Okay. Do you think it would have a 94 in a post-Avengers world? I don't know. I want to say yes, but it's so ingrained in our pop culture. I don't know. That's hard to look at from, like... From, like, an objective standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's... I don't know. I don't know, because that's, like, influenced, like, half the movies out today. Like, we're, we're still feeling the, like, the fallout from that movie and that which mm-hmm. every movie does the dark, gritty thing. And that that's kind of the movie that's... I mean, Batman Begins started the dark, gritty reboot thing, but sure. Dark Knight is what made it popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's hard to imagine it coming out today. I don't know. I want to say that people would be like, yes, this is very different from Marvel. Yes, this yeah. is a good job, but it's... Might end up in like the seventies, yeah. Yeah. Like it, on Rotten Tomatoes, if we're talking about that, like. Yeah, yeah, that's specifically what I mean. I, I, I agree, though. I think that it would be. I, I don't think it would be torn apart, and I'm certainly not trying to compare this movie to Dark Knight, but like. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think it would be as high as it is yeah. right now. I think that we are kind of living in a post Avengers world where. Yeah. People they want fluff, and that's fine. Like I just, I don't think that every movie has to be that. Um. No, I. I, I wish. I, that Marvel would do something that wasn't. I appreciate that a blockbuster is trying to do something more. I appreciated because I I did not think they were gonna try to get weird. Yeah. Because that's something I I've watched a little bit of the Flash on TV and mm-hmm. I appreciate that it tries it it just gets weird at points like they yeah. do like the multiverse and like they time travel they do a lot of weird stuff that you would think they'd be like no 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 like your average Midwestern folk wouldn't understand that so we're not right. gonna do it. I thought this movie was going to try to be a little broader than that show, but, like, they do do, like, weird things like the Flashpoint Paradox and all this stuff, like... Yeah. Where, yeah, I I do appreciate that they tried to approach these really complex themes, and they tried to talk about God versus man, and they tried to do some weird sci-fi stuff. Well, I think that if you... You're talking about, like, the difference in comics anyway. The the primary difference between DC and Marvel... Marvel has always been very... um, into the human side of things. I think that... Because DC, they started superheroes. I mean, yeah. this, uh, Superman yeah, was the you, first superhero. Did you hear... There's one line in this where um, he says, uh, what year do you think it is? 1938? <laughs> um, and I, I don't know. That was... Yeah. I got a chuckle out of that. <laughs> I was like, that was a nice little Easter egg right there. Yeah. But um, I think that the Justice League and all of their like core people, the Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, and all of them... They have this kind of iconic status, this larger-than-life status, which Marvel, in order to compete, instead of having them be these big, bolder, larger-than-life people, you had people like Spider-Man, who, um, it's like a soap opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's what people love about Spider-Man 2, is like, like yeah. half his issues are just trying to pay his rent. Like, it's right. great. It's a great mm-hmm. story, yeah. And that's cool. I, and I think that's... Uh, uh, Marvel's always been really good about that. And over the years, DC's tried to get in on that, and vice versa. They they switch back and forth sometimes. But yep. I think that if you're approaching these um, DC characters, I would like to see something more like this. If this was a competently done, a little bit more competently done movie, I think I would have fucking loved this. Sure. Um, I love the idea that they're exploring God versus man. Like, uh, yeah. I love that they're doing something bold and thematic. Yeah. Like I said, Lex's monologue he has towards Superman... I didn't like some of the things in that scene. The thing that I think got cut is, you remember when he's giving that speech in his house, and he he starts talking, and then Batman goes away, and it follows Batman, and you still kind of hear what Lex is saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot more um, to that. But Lex's monologue, like, with Superman on the top of the building, uh, Mm -hmm. 
or to I can't remember if he says if he's saying it to Superman or if he's saying it to Lois, but it's genuinely great. Like I, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I think it's phenomenally well written, and especially oh, yeah. since a lot of my problems with Man of Steel were they were like the we dialogue have these is laughable. Th- well, they're like we have these themes we're going to approach, and yeah. they don't. They just kind of pretend they're doing these themes. Sure. And this movie genuinely tries to approach these lofty themes. I, I think that Goyer and Snyder both have kind of a general idea of of the things that make these superheroes great, but they don't have a full understanding of them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's evident to me in Man of Steel. Um, versus this, where it's like, Chris Terrio, I mean, they said when Chris Terrio first came on, you know, no dick about comics. He's like, I'll right, just write a movie. Um, and I think, because Zack Snyder said he learned very fast, he went and read just about fucking everything. I think that that's obviously uh, 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 not true. He read all the iconic stuff. He read all the highlights, and I think if you're yeah. reading the highlights, that's the tone that you're going to glean from the DC stuff. It's yeah. this big, bold exploration of, of, of mankind. Um, so to that end, I really appreciated that. Wish it was a little bit you know, more competently put together, but I'm happy that they went in a different direction than Marvel does. Sure. And fuck you, Michael. Wherever you are. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm excited to see see the future. I really hope that, because, like, if this gets, like, a 50% drop-off in the, in the second week, then you might be seeing a drastic change in direction and I'm, I'm specifically waiting until yeah. next weekend to go see it like I'm right. waiting for Saturday so I can be part of that yeah. like yeah. be like yes I paid like please continue going yeah. in this Keep direction making movies um, like this tighten them up but yeah. but continue what you're trying to do right because that's like you know I, I've just never seen an interesting Marvel Studios film they've all been good I've never seen one that's made me think like um yeah sure okay i can agree with that because i I like marvel a little bit more than you Mm -hmm. i i have a lot of fun with most of their movies yeah but yeah i guess that's true i've never i felt that way in the beginning but then they just never made a different kind of a movie so by the time guardians of the galaxy rolled around i'm like i'm i'm so sick of this i'm not as big a fan of guardians as as most that's another that movie has a 91 sure but i i will say I mean, you have to remember, Winter Soldier came out that same summer, yeah, I and I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but I do adore Winter Soldier. I like that movie a lot. I bought you chocolate-covered cookie dough. That's your feces in a <laughs> in a in a napkin. <laughs> wow! Wow! Thank you. Yeah, sorry, I had to leave. No, don't worry about it. We've just we've just been kind of giving up our like closing thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, you about left. Soldier. Well, you left, so we've been giving our our more apologetic things without you going. No, but it sucks. Like, <laughs> no, but it sucks. I heard Winter Soldier is great. Winter Soldier is great. Oh uh, yeah, we kind of. Well, we've been talking about how it. Uh, they I, tried to do something different than Marvel. Right. And well, I'm really we appreciate stuff. I'm interested to see because I don't think they have to be like Marvel. Much the opposite. I think great if they don't want to be Marvel. That's what we've already covered all. This. Yeah. Well, no, we were. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, we were saying specifically... I'm, I'm saying, well, it's an interesting take to do the Justice League movie first and based off the success of that film, then do offshoots of all these characters. Mm-hmm. It's, a good way to t- it's a good way to take it. It's a, go- it's a good way to also gauge responses to see what you want in each of these characters. 
Um, it's a different approach from Marvel, and I think it's an approach that could work if handled by the right person. Yeah. It just needs to not Zack be Snyder's Zack not the right person. Yeah. So I poisoned all these, so you're going to die now. Well, you said these, like, We're all going to die eventually. Yeah, I think they just didn't use egg. We're going to get salmonella. I was they say, didn't like... use egg, yeah. This came out of Michael's butt. It's <laughs> already got salmonella. <laughs> and all the STDs. <laughs> just all of them. <laughs> it's like a fucking Petri dish. HPV, herpes, hepatitis A through Z. Apparently, eighty percent of human beings have HPV, though. Really? Nah, that's actually true. Yeah. I don't. Well, no, you might, because it's not always symptomatic. Yeah, it's dormant. Oh. I have a lot of I have a lot of medical issues. But why am I defending? There's this? no way that you don't have HPV. I'm just gonna say that. I'm gonna throw that out. I think we're just going on record and saying that Michael has come out and says he has HPV. I don't. No, I don't think I have. <laughs> just cut yeah, that sure. part out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna cut out the I don't think. Just, yeah, I have. I hate you both. They're like these sweet chewing noises we're doing into the microphone. <laughs> it's okay. They didn't fat force it. The world's most hated episode of the Nerdist podcast was one where they sat around and ate and made squishy noises. I don't listen to Nerdist. <laughs> I just know that that, w- that is the most universally loathed episode. What the fuck is this? I think it's, cris- it's like a squished Rice Krispie. Or is it butt stuff? <laughs> it's butt stuff. <laughs> yeah. You want to wrap it up? But, uh, but yeah, Batman 5 Superman. It was... Um, I want to see a cohesive version of this film. I want to see a version of this film that's better than what we got theatrically released, and I think that that's coming. That's probably everybody's opinion. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm waiting for this because I don't know if you've seen online, but like they have. I've never it, seen. Especially the on Rotten Tomatoes too, they have like Watchmen and they have Watchmen director's cut. Mm-hmm. And they have Daredevil and they have Daredevil's director's cut. I went back and watched Watchmen the other day. Solid movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Director's cut. I don't know. Did yeah, it did was because it had die? the it had the the black uh, pearl. No, that's not it. Oh, that's the that's ultimate. ultimate edition. Yeah, that's redundant and too long. The way to tell too long. The way to tell if it's the director's cut is you see Hollis Mason die. You oh, see him get killed Hollis Mason! And it's amazing. I, I don't understand why that's they would cut scene. it out of the director's cut, or why they would the like the actual cut. The, yeah, yeah. Needed more butts. They needed room for more butts in that movie. There's so many butts in that movie. That's why Michael likes this movie yeah. so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no. It's it's the hallelujah scene. Oh uh, yeah, hallelujah. God, that's see. Then, yeah, that's that's another scene you just point to, and you look at Zack Snyder, and you're like, you did not know what the point was. Yeah, you just, well, we we were, were were you here when we brought up is Zack Snyder a sociopath? Were you here? <laughs> yeah, for that? I don't think he was. Okay. No, what well, he doesn't understand emotion. No, he doesn't. He I, really I, doesn't. I, I All his up. movies have no emotion. I brought up that I was reading this this thing, and it was a very serious debate. Like they were like. Guys, I'm not kidding, not trying to be funny. I want to bring up this serious question. Do you guys think that Zack Snyder might be a sociopath? He might be a bit spurgy. Because he doesn't he might have <laughs> He doesn't understand human emotion. He doesn't quite grasp it. Like, he, he sort of understands it, but it's like an outsider looking in. He's an alien. He's the perfect That's person what he is. to direct Superman. Oh, wait. No, he's not. <laughs> Twice. Twice. <laughs> Yeah. No, but what we okay? What so, I, so, I think it had a lot of great things. All right, so, in this so movie. here's 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 the ultimate question I have for this movie: Would you have rather seen a Batman v Superman movie that was helmed by both Joel Schumacher and Brian Singer? What? what? No. I mean, I kind of want that now. <laughs> I don't want that in lieu of this. 
Who would, would Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill still play, or would it be why, George Clooney versus why, uh, Brandon why, 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 why the two of them? Is it because they're both gay? Oh, Michael, are homophobic. <laughs> Wait, are they? Yeah, they are. And oh. end it there. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, I was just thinking because. Brian's because both those directors helmed both the uh, no yeah we know that most hated movies of those franchises and the reason and what you're insinuating is the reason they were so bad is because they're both gay Superman Returns isn't the most hated (sighs) Superman Returns has 76% yeah higher than Man of Steel much higher than Man of Steel 20% higher I don't even know I don't even we want him to be darker but not at all we we just want Christopher Reeve Please bring her back just from bring, childhood. Or if nothing else, just have Ben Affleck playing Christopher Reeves again. Oh, that'd be good. No, no, no. He never played oh Christopher Reeves. He never played Christopher Reeves. He played Reeves. Oh, he played... Then, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if he, it was Ben Affleck versus Ben Affleck? Uh, yeah, it should have been, been like, 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 like a nutty professor there's kind a, of Batman v Superman. There's a trailer out there where they cut together footage from both movies and, and did that. Did they really? Yeah. It oh, doesn't quite amazing. work because they have such different visual palettes, but it's, it's worth a laugh. That's great. It's worth a chuckle. Um... But, uh, yeah, no, Superman Returns is the most hated. Christopher Reeves technically has the most hated movie. With Superman 4? Yeah. yeah 3 and 4, I would say, are worse than Returns. Returns is just boring. Yeah, there was a really steep drop-off, because people like the first one, people like the second one, everyone loathes the third and fourth ones. There's there's controversy on the second one. Um, like, yeah, uh, it's all the Donner stuff, and yeah. then they replaced him, and Lester did it, and then Lester did 3, and you can definitely see through, yeah. Yeah. It's a whole mess. It's a whole hell of a loop. Um, you think the director's cut would be better? Supergirl, very oh, good Superman movie. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. It wasn't really? Yeah, there's a, it's called uh, The Donner Cut, and it's it's critically acclaimed. Really? Yeah, people adore it. It's, they say it's the greatest thing ever. I think Superman 2, no matter what, is a piece of shit. I think all the Christopher Reeve movies are a piece of shit. Um, I'll just go on record and say that <laughs> now. Hate me for it. I don't care. They are terrible <laughs> movies. Well, I mean, I was trying to have this See, conversation Zach is with someone an ableist, else the other day. And he just hates people that uh, are paralyzed. And there really has never been yes. like a, a yeah, yeah, even yeah. retroactively. That's he why. hates their body of work when they weren't paralyzed. He was like, "Well, you were eventually going to be." <laughs> no, a no, no, that's why I liked. So you, I, I liked hate. first class, and then they paralyzed him, and I just didn't like Days of Future Past. I was yeah. like, "I'm out." Yeah, but they paralyzed him in first class. But it's just the end. I'll just say it in. Like oh, okay. The end. So, so you liked everything up until the point where he couldn't walk anymore. Yeah. Then I was like, What's "You're the fucking trash. You're you subhuman. What's the opposite of Christopher Walken? <laughs> yeah, no, we got it. We got it. We got it. Don't say that joke again on this podcast. It's a Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Okay. It's a great, great joke. Um, I feel like we're just rambling. No, but really, it has, yeah. like, I think we've said our we, final yeah. thoughts like six times. Well, really, well, no, Michael hasn't said his final thoughts. Well, Michael said it like four times, I thought, since he came in. Yeah. What? Hasn't, haven't you said your final thoughts? Yeah, I've right. said yeah, my yeah. final... I'm waiting for you to wrap it, but you didn't, so we're just going to keep talking. That's kind of what I was waiting for. Yeah, yeah, like I was waiting for him to go, like, all right, we're, we're done, but that just... that. So so really, has there ever been, like, a good Superman movie, like, at all? Well, most people in the world think that Christopher Reeves' Superman 1 and 2 are great, but they are wrong. <laughs> yeah, because, see, I, I didn't grow up on those movies at all. No, I didn't either. I'm convinced it's just nostalgia. Yeah, I think I so, like too, because I saw... Well, fun. you're I remember, awesome, man, so... <laughs> I remember enjoying the second one, but I'll be not honest, liking I it. I semi enjoy Batman Forever. I'm just here to ruin my credibility now. I, I like Batman Forever a lot. Really? Yeah. yeah. More than Batman Returns. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ah, I disagree on that, but... Batman Returns doesn't feel... It feels more like a Tim Burton movie than it does at all a Batman movie. Granted, my feelings for Batman Forever are 100% nostalgia-based, because that was like the Batman of my childhood. Oh, yeah? The Batman movie of my childhood. The Batman of my childhood. Batman Batman Forever was a little more enjoyable because the performances were so fun and wacky. It felt like it was a direct sequel to the Adam West series. Yeah, Batman Forever feels like a direct adaptation of the Adam West movies. I I like the fan theory. It doesn't hold up, really, but I like the theory that Michael Keaton Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. sold his life story and Batman Forever and Batman and Robins are movies within the Batman universe yeah it does not and Alfred work. is playing himself exactly it doesn't work because <laughs> really Alfred is still Alfred and Gordon is still Gordon yeah although you could argue because in The Fighter um have you seen The Fighter you guys? Yeah. yeah yeah you know the cop who's his trainer guy mm-hmm. that's played by the real life guy David O. Russell was just like no I want him to do it Really? Yeah. So huh. that's just the real guy. I think that that theory holds 100% of its weight then. You think yeah. Michael Keaton's like somewhere in that universe? Well, he universe couldn't afford like... Alfred anymore, so Alfred had to go somewhere for money. Yeah. So he played himself. Right. You, you think like Michael Keaton would just like sat in those theaters watching that play out on screen just being like, I blew people up. The fuck's going on? Yeah. 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 They're not going to address like the hardcore counts of murder I did on people. The nipples. Okay. Let's, uh, before we wrap then, um, Lego Batman. Is happening. Oh, did you see the trailer for that? I did. I saw you both didn't trailers like it? for it. I, I enjoyed the second trailer because they did the one trailer and I didn't really like it, and that's the one where he just heats up the lobster and eats it. <laughs> yeah. Did not enjoy that. I chuckled I, at I did chuckle at the the one where Alfred's just like, I've seen you go yes, through similar phases in, in 2016. That was super fun. I thought that was great. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you like it? I don't like. like I don't. He doesn't like fun. Actually, no. I was gonna say. So you, this is why you do Batman vs Superman because it's humorless and no one could enjoy it. It's fucking shit. It's a you like shit, Tyler. That's true. The fuck uh, you like I'm Superman Michael. too. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> the reason I don't like the Lego Batman trailer and look, the nipple thing was funny. Um, a he beatboxes. I don't need that. I don't need him. That wasn't funny. Which it was part? stupid. The beat. I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Where That's like, not even nah, part of the trailer. No, 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 no. That is. Yeah, and then he where he beatboxes. starts like rolling around and he's beatboxing. He's like, was this, is this oh yeah, that? okay. I was thinking of the part oh, yeah. the trailer yeah. of the show. Well, I don't know. It kind of plays into. I mean, in the Lego Movie, they, they do my, the whole thing. Where the he's soundtrack. Like, he's like, I'm a darkness. Yeah. But my biggest problem. No parents. Is that if this look if this movie gets like a fifty to seventy five percent drop off and they change everything. That's going to be Batman. That is going to be the tone of the Batman films. Because I that, so. it, no. listen, that is going to be critically and critically beloved. The Lego Movie has like it's got hundred and seventy six percent, and I don't even know how that's possible mathematically. It's the most it's the most beloved film of all time. I actually after I watched the thing because I'd never seen the Lego Movie, I went and rented yeah, we it did. on Amazon. We watched it together in theaters. No, we didn't. I yeah, had never seen that movie. Literally, I don't know who's right here because I don't know you guys barely at all. I just show up here once a week, but um, no, you should watch it if you haven't seen it. I tried. I got fifteen minutes. You like it? Like oh man! Well, it's I'm not. Such a that's satire. I'm not it's coming out with a still book. It's called the Special Special Edition. That's fucking hilarious. That's great. That movie's still making jokes, and it came out two years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the audience for that movie, so it's fine. I don't. It's just you know who is the audience for that movie? People who like fun. I don't like fun. Fun That's why you like shit. Batman v Superman. Yeah, yeah. So it was fucking my movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Wait, so why I don't you like Chris Pratt? Why didn't you like? I've Batman come to Returns? the conclusion that I've never seen Chris Pratt in anything that I've liked him in. I like him in Guardians. Uh, I, even if I don't think Guardians is perfect, I, I like I, him. I, also, I liked him in Guardians, and I liked everyone him in should Lego watch movie. Parks and Rec. Yeah, I haven't seen. So maybe fucking he's gonna hated. 
Jurassic World. Oh yeah, yeah I, I thought he was awful in Jurassic World. Garbage. I didn't like him in Guardians either. It just he is such a dude, bro. I can't, I can't. I like him. I think he pulls off because people always say the Han Solo thing, and I'm like, he's not Han Solo. He is a kid who grew up watching, watching Star Solo. Wars and then went to space, and he's like, I'm gonna be Han Solo. So you think? And he, I think that's great. I think he pulls that off. What year did Escape from New York come out? Uh, None of your damn business. Early eighties. Uh, like early eighties. I think right? it was eighty two. You think Star Lord grew up watching Escape from New York, and then we'll meet Kurt Russell and be like, oh, that'd be great. Snake Bliskin. That'd be great. That they'll make a stupid joke about it. I doubt they will. I doubt they'll make a Snake Plissken joke. Yeah, they probably I won't. Like, I feel like great, though. not enough people nowadays know who Snake Plissken is. I've also seen a lot of... Still supposed to be A lot of the people that defend um, Batman Five Superman uh, have been bringing up, like, Guardians of the Galaxy shit. To Why? be like, oh, well, this is, uh, this is what you want? I mean, I brought it up. And I agree. I 100%. That movie's fucking stupid as shit. But there, I, I've seen so many times, like, the dance off, bro. And they they just put Batman in like the armor. Dance off, bro. Me and you. And I'm turn, like, that's the worst thing that's ever happened. I'll turn this over to Michael for a second because, you know, I don't love uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like I said, I thought it was funny. It's kind of like the Deadpool thing for me, where I'm like, yeah, it's funny the first time, but it's not that funny the second time. Yeah, I. Um, but like, what I was gonna say is, I do hold up hope for gardens of the galaxy 2 simply just because i'm a, I'm a big fan of, fan of james gunn i am too um i've really enjoyed gardens of the I'd galaxy i'd like to see I'd, him do a real movie again i've i've heard i'd people... like to see gardens of the galaxy 2 even though I, i'm not a huge fan of the first one i want just... him to go balls out and get lloyd kaufman on one of these disney films well he was in gardens of the galaxy yeah which is great yeah. that's my favorite part of the movies that you get to say that uh lloyd kaufman was in a disney film yeah yeah that and benicio del toro he was high as fuck in that movie it was dude crazy. I think he's hilarious in that movie like he's not he doesn't have jokes but like he's that, weird the part where he has like a seizure I'm like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you should do and, and it was this. weird watching him in that and then seeing him, seeing him in Sicario and you're just like oh god so that's the Sicario. same actor yeah um, but what I was gonna say is I've seen that scene played so many times now the dance off scene and it sure. cut back to Gamera and I'm like that's her whole role in this movie is to go a so, bunch of times Gamera the green lady the more is that Gamora? 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 Like Sodom and Gamora? What? Her name is Gamora, yeah. as in the city that was destroyed by God because of all of the ass-fucking? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, I enjoyed Cut Guardians. it off right as you say it. I enjoyed Guardians. I don't think it's the best Marvel movie. I think it's nice it's that... It's the highest-rated Marvel movie, isn't it? I know, uh, that's really... No, 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 no. Isn't it not? I, oh, I, Iron Man 1. Uh, no, Avengers. Avengers would probably. Is it yeah. Avengers? Uh, Avengers has, the, I believe, Avengers is tied with the Dark Knight. They're both ninety-four. Interesting. That should be should be accurate. Holy I know fuck. my shit. Avengers is not as good as Dark Knight. It's a very different movie. It's a different movie. Argue, it, it, it's fluff. Here, here's what I'd say. Sure, it's fluff, but it's, it's, it's just because it doesn't like fun. I don't. Here's what I, I don't. I don't like that stupid scene that everybody comes about where the fucking Hulk is throwing Loki all around. I'm like, that takes me out of the movie. Fuck you. See, Fuck I don't Avengers. Think it, I don't think it, Fuck Marvel. I don't think it takes me out See, of the movie. See, now he's being unreasonable. I'd argue... No, I, I will fully admit I am complete. I have... I, hugely irrational hatred of Marvel. But I'd argue... Yeah, I would you, admit that too. Wouldn't you say the Avengers succeeds 100% at what it's set out to do? Sure, but I don't <laughs> care. Okay. That doesn't, right, that doesn't right, make right. a good movie to me because like, okay, um, fucking Return to Nukem High succeeds 100% oh, in what it sets up. Either. You're dating the toxic, yourself here. 
It came out like a, last year, you stupid fuck. It's a trauma film. Oh, okay. Toxic Avenger succeeds 100% in what it set out to do. Sure. Is that as good as Dark Knight? I don't know. It's achieving <laughs> something different. I mean, yeah. can you necessarily, like... Fine, but that's not how you should rate movies. Okay, um, what, based no, on yeah, what they should. set out to do? No, you no, should. You should. It's like... Hold up, hold up, hold up. You should You should rate all movies based on their own merits. I think Transformers compared... sits at, uh, uh, succeeds 100% in what it sets out to do. The first one? Is that as good as Dark Knight? The first one? Sure. Sure. Not as good as The Dark Knight, but... I'd, not yeah, as good I'd... as Execution. I mean, no, from no, a technical not, standpoint... I'd agree that it's... Okay, I'd so then that deserves a 94. What does Transformers? Yeah, and based my, on the rubric that you just set. Mm, okay, fine. Then I would argue that one doesn't exactly set out to. I don't su- know what it doesn't succeed. Sets in, out to do. I, I well, I will agree. I say it doesn't succeed in what it sets out to do because Michael Bay fucked it up. But I say it. What does it have? Like I don't know. I'd say I like sixty percent of the way it like sets out. It, it succeeds. Okay. So what we learned on this show? Well, I mean, all right. Think is that Toxic Avenger is as good as Dark Knight? Probably yeah. as good as Citizen Kane as well. Yeah. Um, think, think about movies like The Maltese Falcon or. Well, hold up. This is why Rocketman is flawed, though. Yeah. This is why Rocketman is flawed. I'm just saying, if you review each movie based on itself, even if you're just giving it a pass or a fail, then yeah, they should be judged on what they set out to do. Okay. Because, yeah, sure, not every movie is setting out to be The Dark Knight, but... Not every movie has to. I mean, look at Dread. That's a comic book adaptation. Yeah, I mean, movie. I would it argue... It sets out exactly what I'm not saying that do. every movie has to be The Dark Knight. I'm just saying, nah, objectively... I think that's pretty much... You've said that in the past. Yes, you every, have said it every in the movie past. has to be Dark Knight. Every movie should he be Dark Knight. He said the largest problem with Marvel is that they'll never make a Dark Knight movie. Yeah, that's... Well, yeah, I stand by that. That's not all what you just said. I'll side with him on that, but just because we had a big conversation while you were gone, all so... Right. You're, I mean... You're just cut out, I guess, yeah, of this. Yeah, whatever. The, okay, this is... That's studio thinking, what you just said. Now, what I said is they'll never make a Dark Knight. What you heard was every movie should be Dark Knight, and that's the problem. Guys, don't you think we should just argue off the <laughs> microphone at this point? Like... Well, we, we're cutting it off. Yeah, we're probably just going to cut this. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. I'm Tyler Pino. And I'm Zach Nicholson. I'm Michael. Get out of my house.